Machete sent me a text. What's it say? You just fucked with the wrong Mexican. Cinemigos, a podcast all about expanding the cinematic horizons of its hosts, John. Okay, sir, you're a Lebowski, I'm a Lebowski, that's terrific. Rob. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? And Hydroburn. What country you from? <laughs> what ain't no country I ever heard of? They speak English and what? Welcome to Cinemigos, the podcast where each week one of us will introduce the others to a film they have not seen in order to expand our cinematic horizon. I'll be your host, uh, Jonathan, a.k.a. Kinetic Onslaught tonight, and uh, we will be discussing Machete. So uh, I got my boys with me here today. Hydra Bird. What's going on, guys? How you doing, man? Good, good. How about you guys? On top of the world. Great, buddy. And, of course, our trusty, trusty uh, other Cinemigo, Rob. That's right. What's going on, everybody? Your resident cinematic archaeologist. (laughs) The Sam Neill of the podcast. Exactly. You're like the guy in the chair for us. You're like, you know, we're we're out here and you're like, you're patching us in. Like, I got some information for you. (laughs) Exactly. Those are always my favorite, some of my favorite characters, too. I, I like the guy in the chair. Fuck yeah. He doesn't get laid as much, but he's pretty cool anyway. Exactly. Not to say that you don't get laid. Rob. Right. I'm sure Rob gets laid plenty. <laughs> uh, so this was my pick. I picked it because this is a, a film that I had. So I saw the, the fake trailer and I remember just being absolutely enthralled with it. I thought it looked so over the top and ridiculous. And it's Danny Trejo. Love him. So uh, as soon as it came out, I had to see it. And this is actually, it's funny because I know I've told the story to you guys before about that shitty friend I had that just insisted that if movies didn't blow his mind, they were trash. Yeah. I remember like this was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. It was Machete. And we watched it and he was like, God, that's just, it's just such a terrible film. And it was like, from there on, it was like, fuck you, dude. You, you know, know what, bro? Fuck yep. you. Snap. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. Casablanca know. blows. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Yeah. I do know those cinema snobs where it's like, if it's not Citizen Kane or like Lawrence of Arabia or something like just which are obviously the great movies of all or The Godfather. Those are the great movies of all time. And right, if it's classic. Like that it's like, well, yeah, that film sucked. It's like, well, no, there. Yeah. It doesn't suck. It's it's good in its own way. There, uh, there's all different types of cinema that we can all enjoy. It's uh, I, I can't stand that. Yeah, and yeah. I believe this week, uh, Rob, you you hadn't seen Machete previously. I hadn't. I've never seen Machete. I actually uh, for uh, to work on this uh, review because I had never seen Grindhouse at all either. So oh, I ended up watching the the entire the fake trailers. The entirety of Grindhouse, I watched Machete, Hobo with the Shotgun. I did not get the Machete kills, uh, but yeah, I... Um, Damn, you went on an adventure, bro. Yeah, you've been watching oh, yeah. a lot of schlock lately. Yeah. I know. Well, am I, uh, it's funny, my uh, uh, partner in my other podcast, uh, Andy, he's always like, why would, you, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you, like when we did uh, our review of Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, 
I actually went back and watched uh, all of the previous uh, DC films up to that point. And he's like, why, why would you do that to yourself? What, do you hate yourself? I get it, man. Just so just so it's all, like, fresh on your brain. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, especially with those films, because, like, uh, to me, for Machete, like, all the grindhouse stuff and everything, it, it all kind of plays into each other. It's this uh, this specific type of cinema that Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez were wanting to restore. And not only restore it, but make it better. And which I think they do. Yeah, I, I I feel a little bit responsible too for the Grindhouse. You watching it because I was sort of like, dude, we're not covering Machete until you watch Grindhouse. <laughs> you got to watch where it came from. I'm like, you're the cinematic archaeology guy. Like, you have to. But watch that's and that in. that's exactly. I am the cinematic archaeologist. I have to see all the connected tissue and the fossils that go into Machete. So, Wait, I did that. am I am I the film snob? Does that make me the film snob? Maybe you are the you're you're, oh, you're gatekeeping me, uh, dude. What the hell? Yeah, is up bro, I'm you? such a gatekeeper, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is? No, it's like I so I saw this. I saw Grindhouse in theaters, and it's one of my, one of, one of my top five theater experiences. It was just yeah. amazing. I've never seen anything like it. And to see all that put together, I've never understood why they've broken them apart. And I, I get it, like to make money. Yeah. Uh, or stream or some maybe some kind of licensing issue, but they never have them together on streaming sites. They're always separated. Yeah, and, it's you know, weird. Trailers. It's like. It, it's such a better experience when it's all put together and for you to just watch that one trailer, say on YouTube and then like come into the film, like that's cool. You'd still like the film, but to, to experience it in that whole, it's like having a small slice of, of a piece of the cake, but it's missing some of the ingredients, but it still tastes good. Right. And, but it's so much better when I put the icing on top and you know what I mean? So it's for me, I was like, you got to watch Ryan house. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I actually, to be honest, it made I would have liked this film regardless. But I think, yeah, going through that whole experience made this even better. <laughs> it was so good. I I loved every second of uh, like the whole Grindhouse experience. That's awesome. I can actually see that your cinematic horizons have expanded. I can see yeah. it. That's ex- exactly they have it's all over your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bird, you had seen this, right? This was Machete was not you we did not go into this blind. No, yes, I had seen this um, as soon as it came out. Um, being such a huge fan of Grindhouse. Yeah, I, I went to see it or saw it on video. I don't remember if it I think this did get a theatrical release, right? The yeah, first it did. One. It, I don't remember if the yeah, second yeah. one did. did, did oh, that so, second one. Okay. Yeah. So initially, Machete was supposed to be an extra on the DVD that they were going to be releasing. But there was so much hype for it that they ended up uh making a uh they were getting enough funding to do a theatrical release oh, so dope. that's yeah so that's why it's uh it did and it actually it made a lot of money <laughs> i yeah. think it was it, the budget of like 10 million it made almost 50 so oh, it did yeah. pretty well for itself that's great yeah 5x shit can't complain about that yeah and it's funny because treo was asking it's like oh, so are we gonna be doing like machete kills anytime soon and robert rodriguez says Bro, the screenplay is already done. We're doing this. Oh, sweet. Yeah, you cut out yeah. from it from me. That's why I was I didn't hear that last part. Yeah, yeah. So that is so it's and obviously we have Machete Kills. I haven't seen that yet. And I think we are gonna be getting that third one. Uh they talk about it being uh uh at the credits, it says, you know, machete will be back and machete kills and machete kills again. Although now it's gonna be, I think machete kills in space, which is or, awesome. he, or he kills again in space. I maybe yeah. I, I, I so I watched part of Machete Kills before here. I was going to try and finish it. 
but I was running tight, tight on time. But yeah, kind of, even though it doesn't have anything necessarily to do with the, you know, the, like it's not required watching. I just kind of no. wanted to know because I, I'll be honest, like I avoided that one. Okay. Uh, I like Machete, and we'll mm-hmm. get into that. But you know, I thought it was great because it's they're making a feature film out of a fake trailer. I didn't right. know anything about the other lore, of, you know, the other background about the uh, film that we'll get into. But um, and then when they made the sequel, I was just sort of like, all right, guys, like we're making a sequel off a fake trailer. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, really? <laughs> yeah, like, kinda, right? like, I'll be honest, I just didn't give it the time of day. And I had sure. planned on watching it one day. And so now like, it's on my mind. It's fresh on my mind. So I do want to see it. And I do like I do like the projects that Rodriguez does through Troublemaker Studios. Like, yeah, he puts out some cool stuff. He takes a lot of risks. And I dig that. Like, you don't he see is- a very interesting director like he i i i put in my notes like he has this like eclectic filmography uh he did uh you know the mexican trilogy with uh el mariachi once upon a time in mexico uh, films i've never seen i haven't seen any of those oh you should watch them i know i should i i I hear desperado is great i've heard nothing but great things uh but then he does stuff like spy kids and alita battle angel and like it's like those are so far from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then projects with like his buddy, Quentin, like Planet Terror yeah. and Grindhouse. I'll be honest. I think I like Planet Terror more than Death Proof, but a lot of people do. Yeah, that, I, I thought it was, I think that was more up my alley as a fan of like Mystery Science Theater 3000, yeah. shit like I, that. I, so. As well, I, but I went into that film thinking I was going to like Death Proof better because I, yeah. I, I'm a big Quentin guy and I like Rodriguez too, but like, Quentin's movies always spoke to me a little bit more than Rodriguez's. Uh, yeah. Film. But I've always followed Rodriguez. And and I remember I watching a video one time of like, he's got like a Skywalker ranch type setup at his house. Oh, yep. sure. I think it's in El Paso or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so he does like the sound at his house. He does mixing, editing, like he's got studio set up. He's got all this. He put a lot of money into that place to make his own film. So he has so he can like stay out of the whole Hollywood scene. You know, yeah. and he can just do yeah. his own fucking thing if he wants to. So I, I like that. Uh, Joe Bob Briggs talks about like, yeah, he's one of the most, uh, you know, uh, there's like, you know, four great Texas film directors, Robert Rodriguez being one of them. Like, and he's just kind of he's carved out this own his like own little niche for himself. And he doesn't have to follow by the standards that like Hollywood sets. He can do his own projects. He's been that successful, which is yeah. great. And he's and but he's still got that name when you see him on his name on a project like oh yeah you know, yeah like Sin okay, City. yeah it automatically demands your attention like even if it's just like not something that you you're not quite grabbed or you're not quite buying yet like once it once it's once he's a part of it it's just kind of like he, he's earned that respect for you to be like oh well now I'm going to actually give this a shot I'm going to yeah to lock in on this and figure out what it is definitely for me i even saw when we were when i was putting my notes together that he uh he co-wrote this with like his cousin mm-hmm. oh wow okay i yeah. didn't hear that i didn't even see that part of it okay yeah because the other guy's name i think it's uh, i'm gonna butcher the pronunciation but Al- alvaro rodriguez so i was like i'm like i wonder if they're related i mean obviously there's more than one rodriguez out there but spelling yeah. <laughs> for it too so i'm like I'm, I'm like in my mind i'm like don't go there they're not related that's racist don't do that <laughs> i looked it up and i was like oh it, it, it is his cousin yeah. i'm like I, I don't if it was his brother i feel like i would have heard about it but yeah it's his cousin which is dope yeah this uh you know did you did uh, john did you end up seeing this in theaters or like how did you first come to uh machete yeah so for so for me it was uh uh same thing like went to the grindhouse right saw the watch grindhouse in the theaters okay very very pleasant experience 
Uh, and the uh, Machete trailer was just like, oh, my God, that is hilarious. And then uh, once it came to fruition, it was like, oh, it's coming. Uh, I, you know, hit my friend was like, hey, we got to we got to go check this out. This would be great. Like and uh, got in there and enjoyed every second of it. So it, it's it was kind of on a whim too, like go, going to the grindhouse thing because it was uh, I didn't really plan on doing that. And then I got invited, uh, was there, had a good time, caught that. And it just it just kind of really pulled me in. I thought that was such a clever thing, like seeing seeing fake trailers with these like superstar names. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, just right. Was, that was so fucking cool. Like it was like, what the fuck? There's no way like you. Your mind, like, I remember at first not knowing if it was real or right. You go through that whole aspect of it. It's like, no way. What the fuck? And then, it, you know, it turns out it's not. And then you're seeing, like, Nicolas Cage, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, like it just was so over. Yeah. The, wolf, uh, the werewolf one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the, the, that actually would be the Rob Zombie film I would really want to see. Is yeah. uh, what was it? Werewolf uh, ladies of the SS or something Werewolf like that? Women of the SS or something. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like that looks fucking awesome. That did look <laughs> bad. Oh like, it's schlocky, so it like fit, it's like it's okay for it to be over the top. I feel like yeah, uh, for that would actually probably suit his his uh, style. Totally. Did they just, aren't they? Uh, I think on your show, uh, John talked about how like I think they are going to do that Thanksgiving film or whatever. The thanks. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Eli Roth's finally doing that. And oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> These were the two trailers that stuck out the most for me during Grindhouse, were Machete and the Thanksgiving film. Yeah, that looked sick as fuck. I was like, that I would, I'd be, I was in on all of those. I was like, yes, I would love to see these as a movies, uh, as a bunch of movies. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right, they did make Hobo with a shotgun. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Dude, that <laughs> trampoline shot is so brutal. Yeah, that needs to yeah. <laughs> So Rob, I never got. They never that hobo with the shotgun trailer was never in the U.S. release. I never that so, was yeah, not so, for me. So for me, coming into like since I didn't watch it theatrically, unfortunately. Yeah. So I went on YouTube and they had all of the trailers that were yeah. ever shown. Okay, see, I had now. never actually seen that trailer until we it's talked awesome. about it. It's fucking great. Uh, yeah. It made me want to watch that movie. I was so happy that they finally did make that film. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I ended up. Uh, since I found that out while doing research for Machete, I was like, uh, as soon as I was done watching all this stuff, let me throw on Hobo with the shotgun because I really want to watch that. Well, it's perfect uh, timing because we just covered yeah. that last week on a cut. And, that, and when you guys said that you were going to be doing that, I was like, oh, even better. <laughs> I totally yeah. planned that. I totally planned the overlap. Of course the- you did. Just yeah. like we drew it up. It's the X's and O's, you know what I mean? Yeah, I knew. I was like, yo, pick Machete. Uh, yeah. Here's, five, here's a five spot. Like yeah, I exactly. No, um, after being set up and betrayed by the man who hired him to assassinate a Texas senator, an ex-federale launches a brutal rampage of revenge against his former boss. Nailed it. <laughs> well, do you guys want to hear? You guys want to hear about some of the like how like Machete came to be? Like as far as like you know, at this yeah, sure, we can get, uh, get into that before we get into like our thoughts on scene by scene. Yeah, yeah. Before I, I figured we'd get into that before we start talking about the film itself. Um, yeah, Rob, hit us with it. Okay, well, so Machete's origins go back to when he cast Danny Trejo in Desperado. Uh, so that's going way back. What was it? Ninety three, I believe, and. You know, he wanted to create the uh, like the Mexican action star. And I actually have a quote from that I pulled up from Robert Rodriguez. Um, when I met Danny, 
Uh, I said, this guy should be like the Mexican Jean-Claude Van Damme or Charles Bronson, putting out a movie every year and his name should be Machete. So I decided to do that way back when. Never got around to it until finally now. So now, of course, I want to keep going and doing a, and do a feature. Rodriguez stated, there weren't any action movies that uh, with a Latin flavor that could play to a broad audience. You know, when I watched John Woo's movies, they made me want to be Asian. You know, mm-hmm. Woo and Chow Yun-Fat's Hard Boiled and the Killer really inspired me to make films that would create that feeling in the Latin arena. He also uh, had an interview with Rolling Stone um, and said that he wrote the screenplay back in 93 when he cast Treo and Desperado. So I wrote him this idea of a federale from Mexico who gets hired to do hatchet jobs in the U.S. I had heard something, sometimes FBI or DEA have a really tough job that they don't want to get their own agents killed on. They'll hire an agent from Mexico to do a job for $25,000. I thought, that's Machete. He would come and do a really dangerous job for a lot of money to him. But for everyone else over here, it's peanuts. But uh, And... That, that was kind of the origins of Machete. So going way back to 1993. And uh, he, had, I think, had a lot of trouble getting uh, trash into that. Because who who's going to make a film like that? It sounds crazy. Yeah. Uh, so when he was doing Spy Kids, uh, he threw in this you know, kind of like a little side character. Mm-hmm. In, uh, with Danny Castillo, Danny Trejo was the guy because Trejo was he was sold. He's like, yeah, I would love to do something like this. This is this sounds awesome, right? And, and uh, so he is Uncle Machete in the Spy Kids franchise. And what really got obviously what we've talked about uh, previously is like what really got traction on this was the trailers for Grindhouse. Yeah, and once people once people uh, uh, a broad audience. And I think having Tarantino, him and Tarantino working together on this thing, and Tarantino was uh, uh, the more famous director. So people are come, people are going to come because Tarantino's name's attached to it. Mm-hmm. And you get all those eyes seeing these fake trailers like, fuck, Machete, that Machete movie looks pretty awesome. I would love to see that. That's how I got got. And that's yeah. where like and the initial idea was that when they released the DVD box set of Grindhouse, they were going to have machete is the movie uh an extra movie on on that but there was so much funding that came into it it's like why don't we just release this in theaters we have the money for it yeah and that's that's what happened. And, that's good good thinking on that part yeah and what was kind of interesting is uh you know they so uh danny trail obviously he's gonna be machete they had um uh jeff Behe as michael booth and i think cheech oh yeah cheech marin was like in the in that trailer wasn't Michael Bean in it? Sure. No, in the trailer, right? He I might have Michael been in Bean the trailer, trailer, but because uh, yeah. I know the role, the role that's played by um, De Niro, it wasn't De Niro in the trailer. Right, right. Well, and that's the thing. When they were coming to cast for the actual theatrical release, when they got De Niro, that's what really like that. That's when all the other actors started to fall in line. It's like, oh, De Niro's in this? Fuck yeah! yeah that scene it. plays differently in the movie when he jumps yes. on top of the limo. Because in the movie, he yeah. like uses his knives or whatever and like throws yeah. him into the moonroof. Yeah, the- just like Desperado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was really like once they cast De Niro, everything kind of fell into place. That's when they got Jessica Alba, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Steven Seagal, Don Johnson, like and and all the other people that were in the trailer like yeah I'm, that was I'm- steven seagal i thought it was a real cartel guy because that's how good <laughs> yeah and actually funny thing with the Cuny- Cunyatas. Cunyatas. 
Yeah, that's like the only word he fucking knew. Steven Seagal, I have a. This is actually hit the. We'll get to that later. I have, I have a little. To yeah, say that was, which is it? Uh, him playing uh, Rogelio Torres. Uh, that was his first role in eight years. He hadn't yeah, done it, and, and it shows. Oh yeah, <laughs> it shows. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so and the other thing too, like I. Uh, what I found kind of interesting, I didn't realize how much Trejo and Robert Rodriguez had worked together. It's it's one of those iconic pairings of, you know, directors and actors. Uh, we yeah, have, really you know, next week we're going to be discussing another really famous acting directing duo in uh, Kurosawa and Toshiro Mifune with uh, Yojimbo. But, uh, you know, I was thinking like, you know, Tony Scott and Denzel Washington. Yep. Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro. Samuel Jackson and Quentin Tarantino, like these, these are some of those like you know really famous director actor combos, and yeah, they're just in these uh, shit ton of movies together. Yeah, and when you, when you meet the right guy, like it's it just things click, and that that's how it works Absolutely. out. It's, I think yeah. it's great. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude, that's awesome. Thanks. That's I, I I did not know about all that previously, so that's that's wild. Yeah, it's definitely interesting to hear some of that stuff. I, I, I didn't know about the Spy Kids stuff. I didn't know how early on this whole thing was sort of. Um, Dude, I had wa- I watched Spy Kids as a as a kid, so I I had seen it, and but I just had never even put that together until like going back later and seeing that. Like I knew that Danny Trejo yeah, was he in cameos, the movie, obviously, but he cameos not that a lot of the actors is. that he works with in that. Yeah. Like, uh, well, what's his name? Antonio Banderas is in there. Like, yep. yeah, you know what I mean, yep. so. Uh, what's her name? Um, what's her name from Sin City was in there as the mom too, right? Gina something. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the actress's name from uh, Son in Law. Uh, yeah, I forget her name too, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's Gina Smoke. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's interesting as fuck. Uh, it's cool to just see where they like how far back they go, and just to hear about like how Trejo even got into acting is just interesting too. Um, he, his, his origin story is fucking crazy too. I just such a beast. Yeah. Uh, and the, you know, what he, what he came from to like what he's become, like he's one of the, he's just one of the nicest. Yeah. People. Like it's, he's not only changed his, you know, turned his life around, but he's doing stuff to help other people turn their lives yeah. around too. Right. That's what's yeah, it's a good story. Yeah, it's a feel good story for sure. Just to see like where he came from. And like you look at the dude and you're like, I would not like if I saw this dude walking towards me in the street, I'd probably cross the street. And walk yeah, I'm not the- dapping him up. Yeah. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. dude, he's like such a humanitarian and a nice dude. And um, yeah, he's just like such and he's so humble, too. Yeah. I, it's funny because I go to the movies a lot. So every time I go to see Regal because I have the Regal pass, he's in that 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 preview thing. That's right. They have all the movie quotes and it's like him and his family. Yeah. He's like a silly dude. Like, you know what I mean? He looks super serious because that's just how like he's got resting dick face. You know what I mean? So, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like he's just his face always looks super serious, but he's not a oh, super serious guy all the time. It's funny, man. I like. Yeah. Him. Like my first, you know, my first uh, movie that I ever saw him in was Heat from 95. Hell yeah. He is so a driver. Yeah. And it, and it was just uh, when I saw it, I was like, damn, this guy is a good actor. Like, I, I I really liked, you know, the character that he played and I didn't know anything about him. And it's just as, uh, you know, as time has gone along, I was like, oh, who is this guy? Like, and he just looks so scary and uh, menacing. Uh, His face looks yeah. scary. But he's like one of the biggest sweethearts in Hollywood. He's so he's so nice. I, I think my first uh, 
introduction to him was uh as the bartender from from dust to dawn yeah yeah which is a fucking banger john you haven't seen that i mean uh, rob have you seen that no i have not seen that right. i have not like I said, I have not that's going so on if we, have, if we ever do that i'm gonna well it's a tough one i gotta see i gotta see because it's a horror film up, yeah yeah i'll end up watching the entire mexican trilogy if we if we do that so i think when we if we touch on some horror films i think if we can do them as a cross thing with the cut above i can get away with some of those yeah. That'd be cool. That's a good idea. I like that. It's a, a tough one because I would love to do it here because I think it fits really cool for like what we're doing. Yeah. But also like I it, I feel like I'm cheating, too, if I told John and Jacqueline, like, oh, I'm sorry, we can't cover what's it called or I don't want to cover it. Have you, know? you guys you guys haven't done from Dust to Dawn? Nah, we 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 kind of jump around and we're trying to like broaden our horizons a little bit, too. On like we don't want to just do all the classics right away. Sure, and, sure, you know, yeah. It's so easy to want to just fill a list of like, these are my favorite films. But, you know, in order to make an interesting show, you got to jump around. Thankfully, Jacqueline's pretty good at like making us watch stuff that I would never really think about watching on my own. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah, (laughs) I don't begrudge her for that. Like, it's actually worked out great. It's created some great episodes and conversations. So, Uh, And that's why kind of where we got the idea for this show, too. Sort of like, well, fucking let's just start introducing us to different films and and having a conversation about it. We're oh, yeah. definitely definitely with like my picks. We're going to be diving some interesting territory for you guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a we are. All right, I, I think let's get into the mil- the movie yep. a little bit. Let's, let's yep, dig. Yep. Uh, I we we see right away. Machete doesn't follow orders, right? He's a federale that just goes off the deep end. And I love like the opening of this. Yeah, oh, yeah. His partner's like he, his partner wasn't sure about like what they were doing, but he's like. He pledged to follow Machete any, anyway, and is like yeah. he instantly gets gunned down as they drive oh, yeah. the building. Fuck yeah! Like I'll Dude, follow you anywhere. Yeah, he just gets fucking riddled with bullets. Yeah, yeah. I love that they're they're riding up after he crushes the fucking the that fucking radio thing he's holding, you know. And he goes, mm-hmm. "I'll follow you, Hefe." And yeah. he's like, oh, <laughs> this is the boss." And he pulls yeah. out the fucking machete, dude. That shit is oh. so sick, dude. That, that's where I was like, yes, I, I was 100% sold right from that opening scene. It's like, oh, I, I am in some great fucking uh, uh, just schlocky awesomeness. Yeah. Do you guys know? I wanted to ask you guys about this because I ha- I've seen it in a couple of films before, but I really like that look of the like that beginning shot, how it has that like kind of granular like it's like like the, that very Over. first opening scene is like. You can it almost looks like you see like kind of like screen rips in it and it, it just oh, yeah, yeah that's that ex, that's that grindhouse vibe it's like an old yeah. it's supposed to look like it's he, on film because yeah those, that looks so fucking sick yeah he uses those same techniques in uh planet terror as well which is yeah. i i was yeah, like yeah. i love this you know it's this it's almost like you're discovering this you know film that was stored in someone's basement that's like yeah right oh it's it's really risque like we can't sh- you know we had to show this at some sort of midnight showing because yeah. no one it's it's uh outlawed in four states you know it's, yeah. it's <laughs> right up it was on the shelf next to cannibal holocaust yeah. oh, God. <laughs> dude i loved that look though i think that i think that suited the the like the it, it kind of lets you know exactly off rip what we're getting into right it's yeah. like oh shit you get this kind of this this uh this weird interaction between the boss and this guy that's following him and then we pull up here and yeah dude the 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 triple decap with the one swing did yeah, and the room and they have oh, yeah. like oh. i'm just I, that's i even wrote, i wrote it down like just the level of gore was very impressive like right off the bat yeah cutting dudes left the- and, and the movie's just over the top and unapologetic about it and i love that you know what that scene reminded me of kill bill volume one oh sure there's okay. a way that yeah. the way that they capture that it's like this above shot 
and you just see him like swing that machete around like uh like the bride does with her with her uh Hattori yeah. sword no those guys don't get decapitated but it's the same type of shot which i think is yeah. great i love that uh and those those shots are probably callbacks to like a samurai film from something originally yeah yeah, yeah. It, both it, the, it, both rodriguez and quentin are like huge film buffs so like Right. They, and their, their their love of film bleeds into their their work all the time, yeah, and they don't you know, they're unapologetic about it too. They're not yeah. like oh we're trying to hide it. Like no, this is this is a scene ripped from something else that exp- inspired me as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Also, it, like there's a scene where he like cuts the dude's hand off and then uses the severed hand because it's still holding yeah. the gun, and then shoots <laughs> like the other yeah. dude with the gun in the hand. Like I was just like oh my god, this film just. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was uh because I was I, when I was watching it, I was like I was just laughing. I was like, this is I'm I was having so much fun. It's just it's stupid shit like that where yeah, like somebody if if somebody doesn't understand like what this is what this is paying tribute to, oh, this is the worst movie of all time. This yeah, I could see that. But that that's not that's the point. That's what it's trying to do. It's where if you know what they're what he's paying tribute to this perfect awesome yeah, where's it on that's sleeve that's why i said too like if you didn't know anything about the film it'd be great to, to have seen it its introduction in the grindhouse movie right first to see like where it actually came from and what it's been inspired through because by the end of the grindhouse film you, you'll know exactly what you're getting into because those two films put together plus the trailers like you're just like okay like give me more of that right so when yeah. they came out i was like yeah fuck yeah let's let's watch uh Danny Trejo just kill people for two hours with a machete. Oh, like we get the naked lady double cross, which I yeah, I, mean, I was I think I was just very distracted by her. Uh, yeah, so I wasn't Ooh, like a thing. Yeah, yeah, she had great damn, personality. Man. Yeah, no, what, <laughs> was it one of my one of my favorite lines from uh, Knocked Up was like she looks smart and right, she, right. yeah, it does like that, that. That was like yeah, she that that lady looked really smart. He's like. <laughs> Put your clothes on like he's going to save her. And she's like, it's too hot. Yeah, it's too, <laughs> too hot for clothes. And I'm just like, and then you hear the music. It's like, yeah. Oh, some shit's going to go down. All right. And he throws her over his shoulder. He's like, fuck it. Yeah. And like walks her out. Yeah. But it ends up being a double cross. You're like, fuck. And then we get Steven Seagal. Well, dude, oh don't forget God. about the cooter phone, bro. How, how, how amazing was that? Just oh, let me get. I got my phone hidden in my pocket here. Oh yeah, that's right. She does. She oh, pops God, the phone yes. out of the scooter <laughs> and then makes the call. I forgot about that. that yeah, like, oh, dude. That oh man, the pussy gross. double cross. That's right. Oh, that's it. I mean, mad, you got to put man. it somewhere, right? Yeah, <laughs> hey. yeah. Uh, she doesn't have a purse. My machete. Yeah. Well, she she's got a purse. It's just a little different, you know. Yeah. What's that? He could have put it in, you know, a dude would have put that in his prison wallet. If, right. If he, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and this is like back you... in the day where cell phones, are they're not that sleek, you know? Oh, they're bricks. <laughs> yeah. And that was yeah, like a oh. Nokia coming yeah. out of her. Yeah, that, was, that must have hurt. That shit was I wonder if uh, somebody had a watch in their, in their ass, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little nod. But yeah, then Steven Seagal rolls in. I forgot him. he was in this this time that I was watching it. Yeah, um, I uh, see the painted on movie. hairline. It looked like his hairline had some of that spray paint. Oh, there. for sure it did. Yeah, yeah no, it's God. so black. At yeah, the tip. he looks like Eddie Munster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. <laughs> <laughs> he is yeah, so dude. he is such a weird guy. He is so weird. He really well, and I didn't realize he how big. I mean, he. I don't remember. 
Like I didn't see a lot of uh, Steven Seagal movies, right? But, you know, the ones that I did, he was usually a pretty fit, in shape guy. You know what I mean? He is fucking thick boy in yeah, this movie. Yeah, thick boy in this. Have you have you have you watched like some of like his more recent interviews like and just how like how crazy this guy has become? He's he's just so over the top. I've seen people going on fucking press runs, blowing his back out about what a shitty person he is to work with. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if that's about like, him. And, yeah, I don't know if that's like uh, if he's always been like that or if, like something happened to him. No, he, just, he has he has though because so we covered the menu on a cut above mm-hmm. and. Uh-huh. Uh, John, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Leguizamo's in that, right? And he plays oh, like, right. a good movie guy, movie like actor. And he said he modeled his character off of Seagal because when he worked with Seagal in Executive Order, um, Executive Decision, which Seagal was in for just a little while, spoilers, but he dies right away in that movie. Yeah. And like you thought it was going to be one of the biggest Steven Seagal movies coming out that you're like, oh, because he was his career was taking off at that moment. So he was hot. And then he was only in the beginning of it. But Leguizamo acted all the time. He said he was such a fucking diva. Yeah, that he remembered that and and kind of like hated him. For That's that. he used that as inspiration <laughs> for his character in the menu. Oh so man, going back, he's always sort of been that dude. I feel like, yeah, it's crazy because he was married to Kelly LeBrock and she really? kind of made his career. Yeah, I she found know. him like on the side of the street, basically with like a sign that said like "We'll do kung fu for food" or something like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. He's kind of he's kind of like the uh, the real life version of uh, so I just recently did a uh, review of a film called The Face in the Crowd with uh, Andy Griffith and um, the fuck's her name uh, but anyways like with the the premise of that it, it's like where this this lady finds this you know degenerate uh, uh, drunk you know pretty much like in in jail and ends up making him into a superstar it's kind of the same story like in but in real life with yeah, Seagal yeah. Jesus. Bro. <laughs> I, th- I just did. I did like the opening, though, because like we get right away, like we get our gore, we get our cheese, we get our aesthetic. Like you said, we get the film grain. We get the, you know, like this is what we're in for. We get Seagal with his badass haircut. Yeah. And then Seagal, he's like a fucking mustache uh, twirling villain, too, because he cuts. We see he cuts Machete's uh, wife's head right off. Like, it's, yep. it's Jesus, a total yeah. ambush, basically. But he knew Machete was coming this whole time. And then we get like a cool opening title sequence, which I was just like, all right, I'm like, I'm in. I, I love, yeah, I love that opener. It's it's a mixture of, yeah, kind of the like a little bit old school along with some like newer techniques. Because uh, yeah. I was kind of thinking of like, uh, like some of like the James Bond stuff, you know. It, remi- uh, it, it yeah. reminded me of Sin City. It felt a little yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. It's so. a little bit like Sin City too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's which a Rodriguez film as well. Yeah. And it did, it had that James Bond feel too. It was like, uh triple exposure of like uh, a scene of like machete doing his thing and then yeah like, was, right yeah yeah different colored versions of him like as if it was like film um yeah and so i remember too like it's funny that this is it's most likely this is a digital film but um i'm because i remember rodriguez was one of the first filmmakers i remember going full digital like when it was like up in the yeah, air whether yeah. people were like sh- you know filmmakers were like no we should we want to still do use film and blah blah, blah and Digital was brand new. And I remember him just like diving into it and being like, no, there's so much cool stuff we can do with digital. Like, and he just got, he just like totally rock, started rocking it right away. And I, I always remembered hearing like interviews with him about that. So it stuck with me. 
Oh, that's yeah, cool. And, I didn't you know, know. Sort of yeah, and he gets to develop, and you know, he's kind of hitting the ground running with that this newer technology, and it's like you're you're kind of like starting to develop techniques that other people are going to use later on. Because I sure. think there's a lot of people. Who I, have I think that's stolen. how he was able to drum up like some of those movies we talked about, like all those spy kids. He got them out real fast. You know what I mean? Like Sin Cities, like yeah, all these other films where he's been experiencing digital effects and all this yeah. stuff like early on before anybody really gave it a chance. I feel like he had a lot of that uh no know how already like developed you know by you know trial and error already dude quick story uh we've all seen sin city right yeah so it it's so it's so awesome i've i've read all the graphic novels for since i was a big sin so city I. so I, I just I fucking love them and uh you know he talks about frank miller meeting with frank miller and he's like i knew this was gonna be like this is frank's fucking baby you know Mm -hmm. he's like so he agreed to let him shoot one scene basically and he it's the josh hartnett where he plays the uh the assassin and Mm -hmm. uh and frank miller talks about rolling in and like seeing like the the backdrop right the shot it's like that's the scene that he showed him to be like yo let's let's do this together and he's like of course it was like josh josh hartnett was hotter and fucking fish grease at the time right so he was out and uh and he was like, all right. So Frank Miller ends up coming in. And uh, I just thought that was so bad at like, I don't I like all this talk about Robert Rodriguez and the digital and what you can do and you know stuff like that. Like, it's yeah. just it's 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 pretty awesome when you take someone like Frank Miller's biggest project at that or, his, you know, that was his first time he really got to branch out and write his own shit. Yeah, that's his like, biggest actual original property. Right. Because right? yeah. I think he did Dare Dark Knight. Uh, yeah, dark, yeah, Dark Knight. Those are his big comic book, you know, like uh, super. And so stuff. basically, that got him his ticket. That that was like, all right, you revived Daredevil. The fucking Dark Knight stuff was a smash. Like revived Batman too. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, with the Dark Knight. Yeah, Dark Knight. Yep. And yeah, then and uh, he, I also read them also, but I I went and I went and bought them all after seeing the movie in the theaters because I was okay. just so yep. gross with what I saw. Yeah. I was just like, I need more of this. And I hunted down the books, which were hard to find at that time. I had to go to several different comic book shops, bookstores. Like I would call ahead and ask if they had this volume. They would be out of this one. Like, and I did you get the one that makes up Nancy? Like when it's all together, it makes up. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's what they are. Yeah. You see Nancy's dancing on stage. And um, and then I realized reading them that like there's no real script for Sin City. It's it's just word for word, the comic book. They just cut some stuff out of it and shorten it. But it's not like his version of Sin City. It is just Sin City put on screen. Yep. I think yeah. that's why it was so good. And I know a lot of people shit on the second one. I know we're off on a tangent here, but the the I really enjoyed the second one. Yeah, me too. I've only seen it once. I got to rewatch. I, I like that original story with, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, what, Don Juan fucking. And it had um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes, his original story, because that's not in any of the comic books. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was a really good story. And it, it like tied into Booth really well. Like it was just that was but everybody was just like, sort oh, of the, just the I shit. think I had an issue with that, though, because the first one was just straight up like. Sure, sure. And there's plenty of material to use. Like, the, the oh, yeah. Or... Dude, they didn't touch Helen back. Helen back yeah. never even got fucking touched. That's yeah. that's, that's the only one that has color in it, too, I think. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then he um, does the acid trip. Yeah. yeah. I actually have two Sin City tattoos. Oh, fuck yeah. I'll show them to you later. Yeah. Fucking because I just love the artwork. I have, oh, the, art, so good. I have the book. It's like the artwork of Sin City. And it's like a book I got at the book. Yes. Store. Yes. Oh, hell Even yeah. unused stuff. There's just like everything in there would make an awesome poster or t shirt. 
I mean, hey, if uh, you're going to go on a tangent, Sin City is worth going. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so we got uh, Stephen Skull comes in, uh, kills his wife, says, we got your daughter, slashes him. We get the intro cut to. So he's in America now. He's uh, I think this is Jessica Alba at this point. Right. She's like going off on her ice. Uh, you know, she works for immigration. And she's watching uh, the taco truck. Sultana Rivera. Yep. She sees him loading up the don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with you. Look. And uh, I, re- I really like that idea of him coming over and just like it's kind of like a, like the, you know, just ready to rest. Like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not doing this crazy shit anymore. This federale, like, you know, now I'm over here. I'm just doing fucking labor work. And, uh, I thought that was like a good, like, like he hung up the Jersey kind of, and that's where well, we get to believe story. that he's dead too. Right. Like everybody, right, right. Like they left the house burning. I think Seagal did right. Yeah. And they left yep. him there or whatever. And then he gets out, but we don't really even, even see that. We just see like, wow. next thing you know, he's in America. Yep. As a day labor. Yeah. And we do get the little intro with um, uh, Vaughn uh, killing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, oh, yeah. Vaughn Jackson with killing uh, illegal, Don Johnson. illegals at the border. And they sh- right. he shoots a fucking pregnant woman. And I was just like, oh, God, that was so right. just like cruel as shit. And then we get the introduction to um, McLaughlin that he's out. You know, he's riding along with these guys. Yeah, like, right. It just it seems so odd, though. Like, oh, you're going to take video of you doing something illegal and you're running for office. Like, <laughs> yeah, especially murder. <laughs> on this dude, like, like the fucking balls or cojones. Don't like, write down your crimes, guys. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, I also love I also love like the the guy that like ends up like every time like someone like dies in front of him, he throws up like oh, yeah, it's, throws it's, up. It's this running gag through the film. I took it as he's like Vaughn's son or something like that. Yeah, that's what I got. Old, yeah. Vaughn's I think, like, I, I fixed your gun right. like later on. He's like, oh, cool. And he always yeah. gets away, right? Like he fucking, for the most part, like he, he always runs. Yeah. Yeah. Later on, he gets away. But yeah, we get the, we get the introduction to Alba's character, Sartana, right? Uh, so, so Sultana Rivera is her name. Sultana, yeah, that's an interesting name. And we get introduced to uh, Luz. Loose. Yeah. Who is she? Right. She like she is. Yeah. So she is like this created person that she that it's her. But like she created this enigmatic figure uh, Mm -hmm. that like runs the network. But it's technically her running it along with like it's sort of just like a it's like something for it's like a symbol of hope for people. Right. Right. It's like the chain that. Yeah. I know what you're t- what you're talking about. Yeah, the Che Guerrero, right, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It has a similar image, uh, the look to it, like the stencil, right? The red, black, and white. With yeah, the- yeah they were going- that's what they were going for. And I just got a man. <laughs> Rodriguez just looks smoking hot. God, <laughs> she's so fun. Oh my oh, god! See, see, like for me, because growing up, I, I like Jessica Alba was like one of my like celebrity crushes. God, she for me, she was uh, she's super she's hot. I think she's. Um, I don't know, like, but I think Michelle Rodriguez is pretty. It's just like I don't I know. Rodriguez is a better actress, movie. in my opinion. Uh, she's just so fucking smoking. Ooh, that's that's interesting. Okay, I, so I, I, I got a hot take. I'm not. I don't think Alba's that great of an actress. To me. <laughs> yeah, I think she's she's managed to make a career for herself and more power too. I don't think she's like trash, but right, she doesn't really ever sell me on a scene. To be honest, you mean you didn't believe in her freedom speech at the end there? Oh, I, it's in my notes, bro. It's in my notes. <laughs> We didn't cross the border. Yeah. The border crossed, crossed us. us. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. Perfect I'll, I'll, movies are shitty acting like that, right? Because you can get like, oh man, it's so nuanced. Did they mean it to seem shitty? Yeah, right. You get like, the artsy no, parts. Not a great actor, right? Yeah. So that you know what? That's 
works for me. Uh, but it's um, but yeah, I, I, you know, you might be right because Michelle Rodriguez, what she was, she's been in. Uh, uh, she was in the Fast and the Furious franchise. Lost. This is what her character from the Fast and Furious does when she's not stealing DVD players and right. like, <laughs> living Boost for her family. Hard. She's selling tacos. Oh, yeah, when they're like, when they're not stealing the premise of Point Break. Family. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the family. But yeah, no, we get like quickly on, we just get our inter- introduction to like this little triangle of characters that we're going yeah. to be yeah. from. And we get introduced to uh, Booth, um, who we know from the trailer, the fake yep. trailer from Machete. Yeah. Also uh, in Lost. Yes, he was. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Frank, huh? Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I, I, I mentioned this to Rob a while back on the phone, but um. You notice when Machete is approached by Booth about a job that he's he's driving like an older Mercedes and like a like an 80s style Mercedes. And then the next scene is a newer model. He's driving a newer model Mercedes. Oh, Mercedes. that's awesome. Uh, same I don't color. think I picked I that up. I don't know if that was on purpose because like this is, you know, supposed to be that an homage to Grindhouse films where like mistakes like that happened all the time. Or if it was just like a continuity issue or like maybe the older scene in the other Mercedes was filmed for the fake trailer and they that's used what- it. That's and what I was thinking. They had to refilm the rest, and they were like, "Well, we couldn't get our hands on that car again. We'll just use a fucking newer one." Right, right. I don't know. Like it's it works. Well, because okay. Danny Trejo brings that up, right? I think it. I, I can't remember. I think it, it may have been that uh, that YouTube interview that was posted, but he uh, he talks about almost everything from the fake trailer was just used straight over into the movie. Yeah, obviously, you know, not the scenes where it was different actors, but he's like, for the most part, that that was just kind of plug and play into the movie. Mm-hmm. So that, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. So it's probably done on purpose. And I think it's like when they did that, because that, that had been done several years before with like a lesser budget. But now that they have more money, it's like, you know what? Let's let's pay tribute to like some of these like older movies that because yeah, the, the era that they're contributing is. Yeah, they're they don't they might lose the budget. It's like, fuck, we have to use a cheaper car. We don't we, yeah. we and so. Yeah, let's like just, some of those older films were like projects, passion projects that they were drumming up like the budget for. And sometimes some movies would be filmed like uh, five years ahead of the end of it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't right. a project that always got finished from beginning to end, like a normal film. Sometimes some of these older films sometimes were pieced together. Yeah, because they didn't have enough money to finish or something. Like right. That. Stock so footage. There's continuity well, issues sometimes. Yeah. With some of these films. I, the, the film that it made me think about was this uh, like this really shitty movie from the 60s called they saved hitler's brain mm-hmm. where parts of the film were filmed in like 1961 and then the other half of the film was filmed in 1968 and they keep going back and forth between it and it's like what the fuck is happening in this film yeah. like the actors are different like the 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 cars are different everything is just all messed up because he they ran out of funding in like 1960 so they were able to film part of it and then they got some more funding later on to well, do did, the rest of the film. speaking about funding you know what i mean like it's it's wild to me because I, I have written down in my notes like is robert rodriguez just the fucking homie to all these people in hollywood like they're just good good friends because dog at the time like these are some fucking huge names like he had I, de niro alba michelle Rodriguez. like he had like there is a lot yeah. of really big names He's- in this fucking movie based off of a fake trailer I think at this point he is a he's a name himself and as well as like he's good at networking he's you know met all these people probably and mm-hmm. I think a lot of these people were just excited to work with him uh, sure. and even though it yeah. was like you know 
uh, you know, it's a fucking expo, you know, a modern exploitation film make, you know, off of a fake trailer. But I think most of these people probably saw Grindhouse and loved what they did with that. It's sure. like, it, yeah, because uh, De Niro expressed a lot of like, hey, this you uh, this is something because uh, he talked with Treo is like, yeah, this is something you need to do. I think this is this is going to be really good for your career. And since, uh, you know, with Robert Rodriguez being attached with it and he obviously gone up in fame and, uh, you know, De Niro's career at that point you know had started this is not godfather 2 and uh right. you know, raging bull de niro which is like you know that's his hype no this um, is meet the fuckers uh de niro yeah. yeah which is like he's still like a great actor it's just he's not the same actor well sure but i think he still commands that fucking but, like if but, you're gonna bring him on your film you're gonna have to fucking break off some bread you know what i mean right his but his name means something and yeah. when de niro one of those kind of projects like, that they do know. for a lesser a lesser check you know what i mean Right. I, and to me, I actually think that De Niro probably took less money to do this. Yeah. Like it just to like, you know, kind of, you know, give a guy a break. It's like, yeah, let's let's do this. I think this is going to be a really good, good uh, project for everyone. I think it's yeah. the same thing with like Sin City. I mean, you get Bruce Willis in that fucker like, yeah, you know, yeah Bruce Willis fucking. Uh, yeah. I would, so Sin City I think came it, out after this, right? No, Sin City was 05, I believe. Was yeah. It? Yep. Because I, I know they're very close in my mind. Yeah, oh five. I remember. Wow. Yeah, the reason why I know that the Kill Four came out like almost ten years later. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. My uh, my friend and I, right after uh, uh, our time in uh, naval boot camp, we went to see Sin City. It was like it came out like right before we had to move on to our like duty stations and stuff. It's like fuck yeah, we're gonna watch Sin City. <laughs> so, dude, God. They could have done some really cool shit in a name to kill for. If they could have got Clive Owen to come back and That's play. What I thought they were gonna do. Oh my god! Just I thought for a little bit. I mean, his face sure. does change. Right. It's in the, the book. The... He does change his face because they mentioned that in Sin City, and you're like, "What do you mean by that?" And yeah. that's why because he cha- he got reconstructive surgery. Based Dude, on if Clive book. Owen would have strolled out of that fucking train in that scene, I just, yeah. oh. yes. I do remember the the one thing I remember the most from Dame to Kill for was just that Ava Ava Green was naked like six. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a, a, a hand clap for me for that for sure. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of naked, uh, we get that moment where Booth goes to to rescue his daughter, I guess, because she's got a drug problem. And he goes yep. into like, it looks like a drug lab because yeah. <laughs> I guess that, that, yeah. that's where you go to do your drugs at the, the drug lab where they're made. I mean, I, I don't know. Fresh off the assembly line. But right. like, there's that scene, like he walks in there and just kills everybody. I'm like, is this guy in a fucking assassin or something like that? Like, yeah, he seems yeah. like it. Dude, he's got a silenced pistol. He's just fucking killing people left and right. He like, moves like tricks, corners. Yeah, he the doors. Sure. Yeah, I'm like, damn, this dude's played a lot of Rainbow Six or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he picks her up uh, from like that dirty mattress she's sleeping on on the floor or whatever. And she's like totally a platinum blonde, right? And then I feel like he plunks her down in the seat of the car, slams her head into the back. And then all of a sudden, she's like a different actress. Yeah. Like it's like revealed. Oh, it's Lindsay. Yeah. Like, but like yeah. I think that was on purpose. Obviously, it was like one of those sort of homages yeah. to these old films. And it was quite a stretch for Lindsay Lohan to play a, a crazy drug addict at the time, too. So. Oh yeah, I know. Oh yeah, totally. Good. It was totally out of her uh, wheelhouse. Yeah, her comfort zone. She definitely wasn't comfortable doing. So this is uh, what post Mean Girls. Yeah. Which is her uh, her, her uh, magnum opus. That was that was probably her best film. Mean Girls is such a. It, it is, is a good book, actually. 
Uh, it's it's definitely left its mark on cinema. I feel like everybody references it all the time. And yeah, like what what girl that grew up around that time it doesn't have a thing for Mean Girls? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I love Mean Girls. I think it's a great film. Still to yeah. this day, I tell I people that invented toaster like, strudels, dude. You know, it's definitely what I mean? a film that resonates <laughs> with like teenage girls at the time too. Yeah, and, you know, like boys have our films and girls have those, and then they bleed over. But um, you're not allowed to like it, Rob. It's for girls. Okay. Oh well, shit. Okay, shit. Uh, <laughs> Machete's double crossed though, he, you know, uh, by Booth. Um, he's like meant to look like an angry Mexican assassin now for revenge towards De Niro's character. Um, yeah. Lachlan, which makes, you know, it totally makes sense to plan. Like, obviously, you know, you have this guy, he's about to, his whole platform is immigration. And then right. you know, have like uh, an angry Mexican try attempt to assassinate him. That's going to build, because his numbers were down. We saw like a scene earlier. Yeah, he was yep. saying the numbers were down. So like, obviously... This was, you know, meant to like boost those numbers. The funny thing is, is that McLaughlin's not even aware of it, though. Like, right. Booth is doing it all behind the scenes. Like, it's right. all him. Yeah, like his like campaign his manager. Yeah. And then it's like botched. Um, it's like a botched assassination because we see that Machete's double cross, which was a scene also from the trailer. Right. Yep. He like moves this uh, his scope and then I forget I forget who the actor was in the trailer, but yeah, it, it was a different it sniper. Shea Wiggum's character that is the that you know replaces that character in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Who is he's a he's one of those actors who he's, he's just like this kind of strong working actor. He's in oh, dude. Of shit. That guy's in like a boardwalk. I remember him from uh, and... Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Perry Mason. Yeah. yeah. I've heard Perry. I Perry actually have not on the G Baby says to watch that. Dude, this is Perry Mason. Perry Mason. I've heard it's I've heard yeah, I'm looking for a new show it. to watch. Both seasons. Really good. I enjoyed really? it. Really? Okay. I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> I gotta check it out. Um, uh dude, when he picks him up to hire him though, and he's and he's going off on his tangent, you know, he's like a hundred bucks for yard work, two hundred septic. And he's like, on. and then he's like, Have you ever killed anyone before? And the way he just fucking does that pan look at him, dude, he's just like, I love that. I love your booth impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's so good. That's one of my favorite parts in the trailer, too. It's like, right. Yeah. Ripped right from the trailer. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember he's like, this like septic's the most because he's like, I hope it's not septic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Later yeah. On, he's like, I was really hoping it wasn't septic work. <laughs> But he's like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do assassin. I'll kill somebody like whatever. Yep. Which kind of goes against his character, though, because he's sort of, you know, he's a federale. He's like, he's not necessarily an assassin. But, you well, know, he uh, think he speaks, he speaks the money. to that. He speaks to that later, too. No. Right. Because he tells he, I think he tells him to shoot him in the neck. Right. Right. I wasn't yeah, and then him. we see what he does with the money, too. He doesn't keep it. He gives it to the cause. He gives it right. To the, Gets it to the network. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it, like you see, like Machete is still a good dude. He's just had a bad run with life. I like too when we see he gets captured, right, by the police, but they're not actually police after the right. assassination attempt. Um, and I love oh, how yeah. they're like the, since they're not police, they forgot to do police, uh, you know, procedure. Like, right, you know, yeah, oh yeah, and we you searched him. him, you searched yeah. him. He's like, no, nah, I didn't fucking search him. He, somehow he still got this huge fucking machete on him. Yep, that nobody noticed. And he like, yeah, he like stabs the guy through the back seat, like some sort of. And then of, he steers like, the car with the machine. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> he turns the car yeah, left, yeah. and then the guy's arms are like turning the car, and he like veers yeah. the car around. Oh, my God. He hit the right the nerve bundle. So, oh, I love that. I was laughing so hard with that scene. He's like, he's turning the fucking car with the yeah, machine. That's awesome. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? And then they crash, and it's a, it's a dope little crash scene, and he just barely gets out of there. But um, he's captured, right? And he's brought to. Uh, he well, didn't get out of the cockatoo rescue. <laughs> and he's brought to the hospital. And then we find out that like the network's, you know, out there 
Yeah. We get the doctor who's the doctor from Planet Terror. He's one yep. of the doc. He's the one that was talking about all the gross shit with Josh Brolin's character. Yeah. Oh, shit. So actually those chicks, the twins are from there also. Yeah, those are his daughters, right? Yeah, those are the twins from Planet Terror. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. Not only because they're look, they're attractive, but I love their energy, like when they're on they're fun. But like yeah, they're super fun and like high energy. That's Robert Rodriguez's daughters, right? I don't think so. I think they're just uh actresses that he came across and he's like like that. The the actor that plays that doc uh Dr. Felix, his name is Felix Sabates. Okay. And I actually, I was mistaken. I because when I saw that name for me, I'm a, I'm a huge NASCAR fan, and Felix Sabatis was a NASCAR team owner. He was a Cuban uh, NASCAR owner. And I was like, wait a second, Felix Sabatis. Oh, that's a nod to that. Yeah, I thought maybe, and I uh, thought I was like, probably, this, why not? Did they bring this guy on? Uh, you know, did they bring this uh, for this Cuban guy like to play like a role in this movie? It was like it's not the same person, but I'm. They just use the name, maybe as a nod. To that it. could be. It maybe because maybe maybe Rodriguez is a, a NASCAR dude. I mean, he's from Texas, so yeah, maybe, yeah it makes sense. Maybe, yeah. maybe he did. Um, but yeah, I love how like, he talked about how much and how like how long the, the human intestine is. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, that plays, they, yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah, when they come later for Machete and they cover like he he <laughs> does that little ambush thing with the gas on the. The stretcher and he's like hides under it which was ba- pretty badass it's smart yeah, oh, yeah. comes out yeah and he, he gets those the doctor keeps telling him like as he assembles the because remember he's like grabbing oh, yeah. the things and he's like oh no you don't want yeah, those those will cut sharp. through flesh like those bone and like butter, butter. and he's like oh, yeah. yeah and he fucking and he chains them all up and makes a whip out of them that yeah. was bad fuck yeah fuck yeah the but, uh, yeah then he takes that that that's when he grabs that uh Whatever that blade was, the guy said it was used to like cut through the scalp or something. And he fucking dude, that guy's intestines just fell the fuck yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was great. He does like some like Mission Impossible shit, like where he yeah. like goes through the window and then uses his like the the intestine as like a rope to run down the fucking building. It was great. It was they actually used Tom Cruise for that stunt. No, <laughs> did they? <laughs> Tom Cruise would have done it himself. He's like, I want to use real intestine, real yeah. intestine, I'm <laughs> jumping through the fucking window. <laughs> On my own. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and so, then, uh, what's her name? Saves him, right? Um, she. Yeah, yes. yeah. Lou yep. saves him. Yep. Just happens to be in the taco truck down the alley that he's in. Oh yeah, just just kind of works out that way. Yep. Yeah, Pulls up, snatches him up, takes him back to the house. To well, actually, you know what? It does. Day. It might make sense because uh, because well, he's all ne- over the news. The, well, yeah, yeah, that's what she says. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the that, network. Uh, the hospital that he's brought. Oh yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes is, sense. Is run by the network, so yeah. maybe she came there afterwards. Like, like they like, probably oh. called her on her cooter phone. She probably yeah, had the cooter phone. Dude. <laughs> cooter cell. I got a cooter signal. phone. Hold on, I gotta take this. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she takes them she back just, to her she, place. She does some kegels to answer the phone. That's yeah. right. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta make a call. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't you just tell me the name of the movie you'd like to see? Uh, yeah, so she takes him back to her place, which is like a fucking shack. Yep. Um, and she jumps his bones. Like, it's pretty hilarious, too. She yeah. just, like, First of all, okay, how hot is her fucking house? Because yeah. before, she, before, she has, before she bones him, she, like, cracks open an egg under the bed. And it's like, you know, once, uh, you know, that's for the morning. And it's like, wait, what? That's like some bruja shit, too, right? She's like, yeah, it's like supposed to expel any like evil spirits or also it's also for cleansing. Um, I believe the body. But the egg is cooked by the the egg 
it's cooked in the morning. Like it's sizzling. I, think it's, I, I think it's sizzling because all the hot sex that they had on the match. Right, yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Cause they, cause she's like, as soon as she, she's like, I'm not in like the women always act like I'm totally not into you machete. And then they change their mind instantly. Instant. Instant. Dude. And he's always so cool too. He's like, well, fuck it. I don't, we don't need to fuck. And then all yeah. of a sudden, He's down, and then as soon as she like jumps his bones, we get the, like the bounce. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, from the first scene too. Yeah. yeah, and then she's gone in the morning, right? Yeah, she's gone, and I think it's uh, that's when they, they show up from. to kill him. Yeah, uh, I like that part. That's why you see the egg. He looks under the bed, and you see that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Cooked. Like, that guy comes up and he right? does okay. the machete through the door. Right through the door, bro. Yeah. And that guy still. Like pegged into the door later, where yeah, yep. And the the sniper just chills out, right? Like he's like, all right, I'll just send my minions in. Yeah, Maybe. dude, that's a, I love because that's that's what he says. As soon as he that guy is stapled to the door, he's like, all he's right, here. go get him. Yeah, <laughs> and he hangs like, out oh, by that shit. super awesome boss Mustang. That Mustang was fucking tits, bro. Yeah, I thought maybe they were referencing uh Cobra, you know, with the knife through the door. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> you want to die? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If only someone had like there were two guys in the background with like axes clinging or something like that. I would yeah, have, that, that's right? what we. That's exactly they, that's, that's what the henchmen needed to be doing. They needed to be clanging some sort of you know like knives or axes together. That would have really given it's it. Funny, a, that guy doesn't lift a finger other than like he just charges some fucking C four and throws it through the window. Yeah, <laughs> and then drives away like, well, I'm not going in there. This guy's <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's down. He's, he's that'll down. kill him. He kills that one dude with like that fucking turkey, uh, the tur- uh, what's it called the thermometer or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then when that guy blows up outside of the house, he gets thrown out of the house, lands on Alba's car because she's investigating. She finds out where, where right. she lives. And like you just see the fucking thing go like all the way to the top. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's obviously done. <laughs> yeah. And then it pops out. You know, you hear the. Ding. Yeah. yeah. I was like, th- there's little moments of comedy, too, in that that I like. You know, he throws that C4 in there, you know, like runs away. It's because it's like the GTA, like mission pass after he does that. Yeah, he's good to go. That's all he needed to do. Then we get a moment in the movie, which I like to call tacos for breakfast. We get Booth. He's eating breakfast with his wife and daughter, April. Uh, They live in like a mansion. They're rich, you know, like, and they're having tacos for breakfast. Like, okay, eating tacos for breakfast, weird. Breakfast burritos, (laughs) cool. Or I could see if it was like chorizo meat or something. Yeah, okay. Chorizo tacos. They just don't strike me as the family that would be doing that. Yeah, you know, like they would be drinking mimosas and having like uh, their maid, you know, their their butler bring them some kind of fucking their morning cocaine. Yeah, here is your your breakfast chicken tacos, sir. Yeah, just (laughs) the whole taco thing just struck me. I was like, what the fuck? Because he even says, like, can you give me another taco? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. And as a man who's eaten tacos for breakfast, which I do, I do enjoy. But like this is this scene is just like when you eat a taco for breakfast, do you eat like a breakfast ver- like version of a taco or. So I've had breakfast burritos before, but I've never had a yeah. breakfast taco. Like I've made I, I usually... I've made quesadillas with. So I'll make like an omelet. And then oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've done that. I've done that with, yeah, uh, some, that with some sour cream. Fire. Yeah, it's banging. Yeah, and so it's like an omelet inside of it. But no, but- I, I have I've had carne asada tacos for breakfast. That that, that is, is something that I've done. fucking die, Rob. You know. Well, yeah, I, you crazy, know, hey, Rob. as a guy who sometimes has to go to work at two in the morning or midnight, uh, you know, for me that's dinner. 
I also yeah. wonder if this is more of like a California thing. I'm on the East Coast. I know tacos like super popular in California. Yeah. So. Oh, but, no. Uh, taco trucks are fucking yeah. dirt cheap and bomb as fuck. Yes, they are, sir. Uh, I'm going yeah, to no. have to have tacos for breakfast. I'm doing it. Just, I'm, not, just, I'm not going all the way out there with it. I'm not saying I have tacos for breakfast. I'm going to try it. I just want to see how Booth lives, you know? Yeah, you do. You eat breakfast, eat tacos for breakfast, have a beer in the fridge, a cold beer in the, while you're taking a shower. Uh, you know, that's, you know, roll I the may, California. may not have had a, a shower beer before. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, that's the California way, buddy. Yeah. California way. <laughs> but yes, uh, this scene is weird because just the way that they're eating the tacos and like the, like, it's just the whole well, scene. And is, this is where it goes, where Lindsay Lohan uh, cues, cues in dad that she's, uh, this is the original OnlyFans. Dude! <laughs> had it. It's uh, in my um, notes because later on I was like, Holy shit, that scene in the pool. I'm like, yo, she was on to something, dog. Yep. Yes, she was. Fucking dude, a pioneer here. That's right. Trendsetter. Yeah. If uh, you're good at if you're good at something, why not get paid for it? Well, because then she tells her dad, right? She's like, You got a website? Or he says some shit like that. And she's like, Oh yeah, and I know what the public want to see. Oh my god. Oh, and this god. is this is this is like prime uh Lindsay Lohan too, you know. Right. Right. She had when gotten she, still hot. she had her trouble and her court issues and stuff like that. But yeah, she was totally like still buzzing at the time. Yeah, she was still her. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah, yeah. This this is before she started doing her weird fake accents and stuff. Yeah. Have you heard? Have you heard like her recent interviews? Like she does this like fake accent. It's like, what what are you doing? She's staying in Karen. <laughs> at least at least she's not Amanda Bynes, bro. Because that's yo that's Amanda Bynes. She went like way off the fucking yeah, rails. That, that's a crazy ride right there. Whatever happened to her, I don't know. Don't do drugs. Hairspray fucked her up. Yeah. Don't Ooh. don't eat bath salts, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so uh, Booth ends up calling in some extra help, right? And we get our yep. introdu- uh, introduction to Tom Servini's character, Osiris. That's, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's Tom Servini. It is. It's Tom Servini, yeah. Which is, he was he, also he, on Planet Terror, like the same too, character he? from Dust of Dawn. Huh? Was he in uh, Planet Terror as well, Servini? I think so, yeah. Dude, his promo uh, video is dude. So that's what I want to get to. Yeah, so good. He's a badass hitman with a television or internet ad and a one eight hundred number to call. He's doing <laughs> archery, riding motorcycles, standing on motorcycles, and yeah. doing fingertip pushups yeah. all while being sleeveless. It's totally badass, dude. I, you know, so you know what the vibes I got from that that uh, that ad was uh, Maury's uh, wigs from Goodfellas. Sure, yeah, they never come <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. the vibe, yeah. Of that. yeah, I'm glad and you both like picked up that, on that because that was I feel so. Like half funny. those ideas were probably Savini's idea. He was like, "Yo, I can ride a motorcycle and I'll stand on it." Right, and do I can a handstand, fingertip push-ups, bro. Yeah. yeah, and I'll just take my sleeves off. End of story. Yeah, oh, what dude. does he say? He tells he's like this guy's the or some yeah. booth, booth is like talking to somebody or because he's talking to Steven Seagal. This is right after he Man. kills um, the sniper, right? And yeah. he's like, uh, oh, I hate to see that you. Uh, what he, Steven Seagal gives him some bullshit about like because it's uh, like the second time that he left. Yeah, condoning weakness or something. The he's like, I don't. House. And then he fucking strangles him until his eyes. And you What's get that cool effect is? where his eyes, eyes like roll hit. back in his head. He's like, ah. OK, I did like that. Yeah, so that we was... just get any any time we get Seagal on screen. I just love that, you know? The, yeah. Punyata. Which is it? Punyata. Which means yeah, like jerk off. Yeah, and it's like I also love how like the uh, the footage on like the computer screens is all like grainy and fucked yeah. up, and it's like it's like the internet they they're very rich, but their internet connection sucks. 
Well, it's early on. And plus the bandwidth that it took to run that awesome Tom Servini fucking assassination video. Right. That's running in the background, I feel like. So yeah. that's taking most of the bandwidth. Come on, Rob. Oh, is that what? Okay. Is that what's going on? <laughs> Rob, come on, dude. Get with the bro. That shit was in high def, fingertip push up. <laughs> Fucking a, I love that. I want oh, so I want a movie based on that fucking ad. On that ad, like, yeah, give me like yeah. give me the inception of it, right? We got Grindhouse, we go into the fake trailer, which makes Machete, and then from Machete we get the Tom Savini Osiris. Dude, I would, I would love movie. a film with Tom Savini as like that like assassin. I think that'd be fucking yeah. great. And he's basically That's just cool. the dude from from Dust Till Dawn. At the end of the day, like he's yeah. the same. I need he's to see from Dust. Huh? You haven't I seen need it to watch from Dust Till Dawn. I haven't seen it all the way. I've I've started it like three or four times, and I've just oh, then it's definitely. I think maybe we definitely got to cover it here. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's such the, a good because uh, right after this, this is where we get uh, Machete coming over to Boo's house. Right? Is this is that the scene that happens next? I've been, uh, I know we get we get introduced to Cheech's character yeah. first. Oh, right, yeah. right. Okay, that's right. Yeah. On the same note, his intro is equally as funny. He's a priest, yeah. and he's Machete's brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the his full name, by the way. So he is Padre Benicio del Toro. Oh shit, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. I didn't even know that. He offers Machete a cigar, and he opens yeah. the box like Cuban. Cuban. To which Machete replies, Mexican. No, Mexican. And then Chicho opens up another food. cigar box with the hugest fucking joints I've ever seen. Dog. Yes. Well, oh, that's obviously a tribute to Cheech and Chong. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a great callback to Cheech and Chong. I also I like love when how- he's in the confession though, and he tells him he's like. So you're asking me to, to kill people and go back on my oath? And he's like, yeah, bro. Sorry. I think the other thing that I like about this, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a show. It's like a Miami Vice-like show that Don Johnson and Cheech Marin were in together. Yeah. Uh, what the hell was that called? Uh, it wasn't Walker, Texas Ranger, but it was on around the same time. Yes, it was like it was like the show that came on after Walker. It was on like USA. Yeah, huh. fuck. What was? Uh, but I just I like the idea that they brought that on. Like it's kind of like a reunion between those two guys, even though they're not in the yeah, same. Cheech, I think, was like his partner, right? It was like he That's was like correct. a PI yeah. or something like that, or yeah, yeah. What the hell was that? That's gonna bug you. <laughs> Cheech, uh, Padre, he goes. I absolve you of all your sins. Now get the fuck out. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right, and then what? There is an, there's another one where oh, what does he tell me? He's like. uh it's not safe for you to be here. And he's like, I'm not looking for safe. He's like, no, I mean, it's not safe for me for you to be here. Get the yeah, fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get the fuck out. <laughs> I think that's right before that. And he says, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nash Bridges. That's the name yes, of Nash Bridges. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like this, like Miami Vice light show that they oh. they were in together. A lot of house uh, housewives love that show. I feel like back in the day, it's <laughs> yeah. like a mom show. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm watching Nash Bridges after I'm done with my shows. Yeah. I yeah, Don Johnson. Don Johnson was like fucking super sex symbol back in the day. He was in Miami Vice, wasn't he? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Okay. So Crockett, yeah. right or Tubbs? Which I don't know which one's which. I forget. Yeah, I, it, it's been a while since I've seen Miami Vice. Yeah. So it was a good show, though. Yeah. The uh, but yeah, it's just all these like uh, with Cheech Marin. Like it's he's obviously like done some stuff, and like uh, he's also what's I, weird to me is like he's recording all this stuff. Yeah. You know, from like these all these confessions that he does. And I don't yeah. I'm wondering if like he always has like these very sketchy characters. Like, you know what? I better put this on film just in yeah. case I yeah. need to save my ass. I get the idea that like maybe he's not recording every confession he gets, but right, the, just as they get kind of yeah. 
And he's like, I guess this guy figures it's cheaper to talk to me than go to therapy because he says like Boots got a thing for his daughter. Oh, you definitely. Yeah. And the stuff that Booth says to him later on in the recording, you're just like, why would you tell some? Why would you tell somebody that? Just because he's a priest doesn't mean like he's not going to say anything. Yeah, that was like doctor-patient confidentiality thing. I don't believe any of that. Like, if I killed somebody, I still wouldn't fucking tell my therapist about it. Like, no. Or your fucking lawyer. Or yeah, Yeah, no way. Here's the thing: deny, deny, deny. (laughs) You don't, you don't write down your crimes, and you don't involve other people in your crimes. Come on, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. So what? So we after that. So now he heads to Booth's house, right? Because now yeah. he's got the information yeah, he's from, his, from his brother. We head over for the big scene. Um, is uh, I might be mistaking this scene for another one. Let me know. But where he comes up and he has the he has the he has the tools, right? He's got yeah, like yeah, no, the that's fucking the right weed scene. whacker and the and the mm-hmm. and the guy. And they he just let him in. Yeah. <laughs> What does he say? Because he says something. In, he says uh, something like so in this because uh, I, I had the subtitles on. So he's like saying something in Hungarian, apparently. Yes. OK, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he's like, oh, that means like, uh, what the hell does he say? It's like something like that means like, you know, you, you want to die, motherfucker or something like that in Hungarian. Something monkey. Yeah, something monkey. I thought, yeah, he said, uh, I'm just fucking with you, chief. It's fucking it's, uh, something monkey. Yeah, and he's like, no, go in the back. Yeah, there's a big Yeah, problem. there's some dog there's shit back there. Yeah. That's kind of weird how we just let, like, any Mexican in the house because they have yeah. gardening tools. It's like this whole, like, co- like fucked up conversation. Yeah, and the machete's just standing right behind them. And then the light bulb clicks, right? And they're both like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he's like, he's like, like a machete. Yeah. yeah. His face does not get cut up, by the way. It just, it's like, his face would be all like torn up from the weed whacker. Yeah, I love that scene too. He's just like messing with him about with the weed whacker. He doesn't like kill the guys. He just fucks with right. them, knocks the one yeah. guy out, and then the other guy he's just like bashing with the weed. Every time he goes for the gun, and he's like, "Stop that!" Like, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> that's the guy who later jump, jumping ahead a little bit here, because it I, it, it kind of plays out in that I feel like those sequences are together where yeah. uh, they're talking about like. Uh, he tells him like, hey, man, you guys know the boss is kind of fucking weird. He like wants to fuck his own daughter and he's weird and shit. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's like, hey, man, where's your loyalty? We're fucking loyal to the boss. And then uh, and then they hear the weed whacker fire up. Yeah. And, and he gets like, real oh, shook. Shit, he's here. Yeah. Yo, 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 you guys hear that? Yeah, dude. And then it goes on and he runs that one guy down. and He's like, no, please. And he fucking slams the uh, the, the pruning shears into him. And he, he says that shit in Spanish, but you think he's killed him, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, that's Spanish for I let you live. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's the same guy who was fucking talking to him in Hungarian, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. And then yeah. the other guy who was sort of iffy about working for the boss, mm-hmm. he's the one who hands him the gun. He's like, I fucking give up. Yeah, like, I'm out. Gun, bro. I, I, and he walks out of the gate. Yeah, and that's that right. weed whacker replaced with Blades was badass. I He didn't Dude, really get used it, though. I wanted to see him like cut, like shred somebody to, to death right? with it. Yeah. He didn't really use it. So I was like, ah, oh, damn. But yeah, he lets those dudes live. Um, you know, because like at the end of the day, like he's not he's not there for that. Right. Like, right. He's right. Trying to kill indiscriminately. Like he's there for Booth. Right. He's methodical. He's. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and then he comes into he finds what's going on in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. The the uh, the only, only fans, fans live stream or whatever the fuck, fuck that they're yeah. doing with the mom. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, you think that was a stepmom? 
I don't know. She never got her head stuck in the dryer. So like, I wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> if she had, yeah. If her head was stuck in a dishwasher or something like that, then I would have totally known she was like stepmom. But no, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go on a limb that that's not her stepmom, that that's her real mom. Cause there's some weird mom. incestuous like were, thing. With that yeah. Family. And they were going to have a threesome with whatever, I guess there was going to be an actual dude that was supposed to show up. Yeah. yeah. So you're not the rig. You're not the normal guy. It's like, Oh, well, 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 do you think that Booth might have actually fucked his daughter at one point? No, I think he wants. No. I think he's. I think he's like he's like super. Like what oh. I do think is that he totally cucked himself to that video with Machete banging. <laughs> yeah, like, there's, oh, a, there's totally- a scene that's cut out where like instead of calling Segal or whatever right or whatever he did right away, he he watched a little bit more of that videotape. He totally it. jerked off to that video. And then closed the blinds in his office and was like, yeah. got the tissue box out. Party <laughs> on, Wayne. <laughs> he was like, well, if I can, at least I watch Machete take care yeah. of business. <laughs> he's like fuck i wish that was me god damn and that it. was that was the beginning of cuck, cucking videos and only fans and the yeah. world's oh never been the god. same since <laughs> robert rodriguez trendsetter dude it's a funny scene though because like you could tell the the mom's i think the same actress the entire yes time. i think so too yeah. yeah she's fine with nudity but that's not Lindsay lohan like curled that's up. not her body no it doesn't look like her because the hair's in her face yeah, and then so it's like, like they're passed out, and he's like, ch- he chucked them in the back of the van. Oh, dude, yes. Before we get into this, I forgot I have this written down. That was my ringtone for like fucking five years, bro. That song is a banger when Which he rolls song? up and it goes in, and it's like, uh, and it's like those oh, yeah. Spanish drums, and it's like, machete, 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 machete. Oh, hell yeah, that, that, that song is fucking dope. It's a different music than what was played in the trailer during that yeah. scene. Yeah, because in the trailer it was like porn music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet yeah. I bet you. We we talked about how like yeah like they use they kind of like you know cut uh cut and pasted the footage from the trailer into this. So yeah, of course. Of course, there's like see like uh, like probably like little clips here like where yeah that's not Lindsay Lohan that's not because I'm looking at it's like yeah, that that's might be why they did that. yeah yeah and it's, not it's I also thought maybe it was like paying tribute to like you know there was always like you always see like these things on the internet like where it's like oh yeah such and such famous celebrity nude and fucking and it's like that's not her body it's like it's yeah, just it's like never what you want to see sure don't yeah. even click it it's yeah. never gonna be what the fuck you want to see trust me not yeah. that I, I my <laughs> friend told me that it, it never works out I have a reliable source. Yeah, my friend. <laughs> uh, your, your friend. So, like, yeah. I guess he spiked the fucking tequila or whatever, but I don't remember seeing that. I just took it like he piped them down so bad that like so good. Yeah. That he knocked them out. They just fucking fell That was, that was my he theory. Was to it's like, the back of the van. Yeah. Put like, that man, ass to sleep. Like... Yeah, he just put that ass to sleep so deep, so deep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just like, like hey, yeah, with this machismo, you know what I mean? Like this is yeah. fucking, oh God. Machete. Yep. And then he throws him in. Uh, right after that, we get the scene where Osiris, I believe, right? This is where Osiris ends up killing Cheech. They, they throw him on the cross and crucify him. Yeah. Yep. Well, he no, he brings so he brings them to the church. Oh, that's, that's right. He, he drops them off. That's right. That's and right. The, and uh, his brother's like his brother gets mad. He's like, why'd you bring him here? And Machete's like, I want me to dump them. And then Padre's like, he looks at him and he looks at these like hot white naked ladies. He's like, uh, no, 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 we could use uh, we could use them at the church. We could always use good people. Yeah, that's <laughs> he right. He says yeah. it in this like sort of, you oh know, my God. Yeah, we can use them. <laughs> Which I this is all because oh, this is also after uh, Machete meets up with uh, Sultana, too, like because he ends up like just kind of taking off from her house. That's right. Yep. And, and so because this that happened. 
and so he grabs all that all the like the the recorded uh videos and stuff from Moose house yeah, and he leaves, he she leaves saves him after the explosion. and in, in lieu of that he leaves the camera with like him like fucking his daughter and his wife uh-huh. yeah with a note on it with yeah. a note on it. it's like watch this yeah <laughs> and because after all this he ends up he drops off the stuff at uh at uh Padre Benicio del Toro's uh, church, and then he goes over back over to Sultana's house. It's like it's like, oh, I'm so glad you came back. It's like Machete gets evidence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, why don't you text? <laughs> you could have texted me. She's like, or yeah, you could have yeah, called. Yeah. Call. Or you could have texted, and then he's like, Machete. Machete don't text. He like cooked for him too. Or like, yeah. yeah. And he gained your trust by giving her back the gun. That's right. Yeah. That cool mode uh, move earlier on where he takes the gun from her while they're driving. Yeah. yeah. And she's like screaming like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. And then yeah, she, she cooks for him. She makes him like an enchilada or something like that. It looks yeah. like funny asada or something. And they, yeah. start, they, get, they get drunk like while they're watching the evidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of evidence. Oh, I like I, the, the 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 files are decrypted. Right. And then. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. It is. I love with a heart. I heart. Yeah. I heart April. Yep. And that's oh how you get it. Because what is it? He tries like April 1st, right? And she's like, you didn't think it was going to be daddy. daddy. Yeah. And he's like, I heart April. It's like, <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> oh my God, dude. If he doesn't, t- if he doesn't text, why does he know about emojis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <sighs> um, some some continuity issues here, Robert. Yeah, come on, bro. I say, like, yeah, hey, who cares? It's all right. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to get up and go do something. And then just, oh, my God, I fell over. Yeah, I must yeah. Be drinking too much. And she falls on him and he's like, yeah. all right, get up. And she's like, no, I'm comfortable right here. Yeah. He's like, bitch, you're too drunk. I'm not doing it. Which shows that he has morals. You know what I mean? Yep. Hey, he has he has a line. I love when she wakes up and she like checks her. She's like filling her body and like fills her vagina. Her she's vagina. Like, oh. yeah. And she's like, oh, I thought oh. she was looking for a cell phone. I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, right. I like, heard this is where they go. I thought I got a call. Yeah, I'm gonna text my cooter phone. Yeah, like, do I have any text messages? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there is a lot of kinky phone stuff in this movie, though, because there's that scene later on with De Niro where he's talking about like, oh, how how do you put my phone on vibrate? Can you? Oh yeah, me? yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you're a fucking perv. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is before yeah, the iPhone. Don't fuck drunk chicks. But yeah, like. That's funny the way she pats herself down. Like you're fully clothed. Like yeah, it's just to check that she wasn't naked, and then she checks. Like, what does padding your vagina do? Like, yeah, I don't oh, know. That's sore. Okay. Like, yeah. I, like I said, I, I think my theory is correct. She was checking her text messages. Yeah, yeah. totally was. And then she curls up on him anyway. Like she's like, yep. "Fuck it." You know what? The fact oh. that he did, like, she oh, says, "He didn't touch me while I was drunk." So I guess that I, turned know. her on even more. So now yeah. you got to give it up. You know? Yeah. Because it, doesn't she call us like, "Oh, you're such a gentleman." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and, then, he gets her, and then he gets her, and they get out of there, right? They show up. They start yeah. shooting through the window. Which she's not aware of, and he's sort of just laying there like he knows it's coming. Yeah. Who is it? That, is that, uh, it's not Osiris. No, it's somebody else that's hired, right? Because he kills, that's right, that's right. Those guys come I'm not your Libre looking dude. Yes. yes. <laughs> and he puts him down, and then that's when he realizes, he goes, oh, fuck, mi hermano. And he takes off knowing. Does she recognize that guy? That's yeah, because and then and somehow he ends up on Osiris without knowing. Like it's like I can't remember exactly how that once goes. they take the they take the um what's it called the luchador mask off that guy's face. Like it's like she knew who he was, or was yeah. he a gangster that she knew, or was she like uh, that's what I was, that's what I was or, yeah. And there's like that fight scene where like they're fighting 
and she's improvising. She uses like her high heels and yeah. Machete breaks the fucking the painting on the wall and uses the broken glass. Yeah. The weapon to just cut because that's his like, style is like bladed weapons. He never really wants to use a gun. Nope. I thought, you know, I thought that was a cool scene. Just like uh, Alba was kicking some ass, too. I, I dug Dude, it. I, yeah. hate, oh, yeah. I hate when movies show fake games. Like, I don't know why that bothers me so much, but that Ooh, fake ass, like, Wii game that she's playing where it's like she's like holding the two Wii motes and it's like this fucking, I don't, and that I just was like, that's not a, she had this not thing, a game. Right? Yeah, and she's like, the wizard, up, like, the wizard does that shit too. Yeah. The wizard? Uh, no. No, they show real games, but like the, oh, people, I was going to say, because the wizard is like the, the entire movie is like a Mario 3 fucking trailer. Yeah, they're, well, yeah, they're not playing anything though. It's like the guy's like, yeah, the way he's touching it, it's like, no, you're not playing that game, bro. And you don't get 50,000 on Double Dragon either. Maybe he's using the power glove, bro. Maybe oh, that, you know, the power glove. You obviously never had the power glove in a shows, okay? <laughs> fucking A, Rob. That's what, I, just that's remember, what, I just remember seeing that scene and I was just fucking. No, what would made that scene better though, uh, to kind of play into this movie of like just kind of the weird continuity stuff? Jessica Alba needed to have the power glove, not the Wiimote. Uh, you know she's playing was, Mike Tyson's punch out. No, 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 no. She's playing a Wii game, but with the power glove. Just to, power, just to, yeah. so she's, <laughs> she's at home in that scene, right? And she's doing like exercise on her yeah. Wii or whatever. Whatever. Yes, right. oh, her boss yeah. calls her and she's like, oh, I'm home from my lunch break. Yeah, went all the way home to play the fucking Wii. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Like, oh, okay, first of all, I have, sure I, have left work, I, I have left work early to play video games too. Okay, I get it. Right, I've stayed. Oh, I've taken off. I've never gone home to play for half an hour and go back. I used to I request off when the new Destiny DLC would drop because yeah. oh hell yeah, you gotta get running and get your you know, get your fucking your light yeah. up. Every you time a new Mortal Kombat comes out, I take yeah. three days off. Nerd oh. alert! No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd alert! That you do it the proper way, though. You request a time off, like yeah, right. Not, if you give them two weeks notice, whatever the they fuck get, you want like, with your time off. Yeah, yeah it's my time. Yeah, but yeah, then we get a little bit more of the uh, Torres character, Sagal's accent. Yep. Oh, he says punyeta. Yeah. See that that would be his sing song instead of machete, 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 punyeta, punyeta, punyeta. I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna clip that in. We're gonna end the show with that. I'm just fuck yeah. I like. Oh yeah. There we go. There's a song out there. I'm gonna look Machete, machete. And then we get yeah we get so then back to what we were saying. Um, all Machete's allies start getting like taken out or like right. going they're going after them. So we get the Padre. They, uh, they go after Luz too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they take her eye, which would yep. totally just fucking kill her. Like he right. acts like I'm just gonna wound you. Like you shot her directly in her face, right through the eye socket. Last right. I checked, the brain is like right behind the eye, right? So like right. yeah, yeah. Anyway. But I also like I uh, if. Uh, it reminded me of uh, with like the second Kingsman because you know one of the guys in the Kingsman like he gets shot through the eye from Sam Jackson's character and he comes back in the second movie with the eye patch and like he's the, all... oh okay I was gonna say that's the first movie yeah but then uh, he's got the eye patch because like in the uh, in the like the intro the introduction of the film like we see when Michelle Rodriguez's character is introduced like she has the eye patch on it's like. Well, she doesn't have an eye patch on. Does she just wear it to be cool? It's like, oh, yeah, some people just wear them. It's like a fashion thing. I get it. It was, just, it was a disguise, so nobody knew that she was she. She put she, the eye patch on. All of a sudden, now she doesn't look like uh, Luz or Luz. She from... just wanted to be Snake Plissken. That's all. That's Dude, I'm happened. gonna be honest with you guys. This is kind of embarrassing. <clears throat> a long time ago, out. my dad used to just rent fucking boxes of porn from the liquor store down the <laughs> corner. Like, I mean, I, sh- I shit you not. Like, he bought them in. 
bulk. And okay. so like he had a wall of just fucking porn. Well, mm-hmm. as a young kid, I'd sneak in there and I'd snatch one from time to time and I'd watch oh, him. Yeah, right? Well, there was this one speaking of eye patches. There was this one where this guy is wearing an eye patch. And I always was like, what the fuck is that? About? Like, why? I like, not a, you know, and as you're watching it and he like lays on the bed and he's getting a blowjob and he just keeps switching the eye patch from eye to eye. Like he'll just sit there and he'll be like, oh, yeah. And then he'll like move the <laughs> eye patch over. What? <laughs> and, he just, and he just like keeps shifting it like left and like over each eye as, as he's getting his dick sucked. And I was like, I wonder. He just unlocked kinda... the new kink. Oh, yeah, right I did. I was, yeah. I was. Couldn't, couldn't, I was, I was like, this is throwing me off, dude. Why did, why are you showing me this? He's guy's like, this face? is so good. I need to see it. With <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Separately. Like, this has been Porn Amigos, guys. You know what yeah. <laughs> this is what we offer here at Cinemigos. Um, <laughs> this is the little, uh, let me ask you a question. When you would snatch one of your dad's porns, would you try and rewind it back to the part that you took it at? So that way he wouldn't notice that you were taking his stand. Oh, shit. No, I, I don't think smart. so. I put it back at that scene because you just assume your dad has this like encyclopedia of porn. Like, right, right. Like he's got you a photographic memory of. I know what scene I was at. Son. I know. This isn't where I left my off. My favorite scene. I don't like the rest of the movie. I like this one scene with the iPad. Yeah. yeah. No, there was definitely times because I would like go back and forth to my mom's and my dad's. Right. And so oh, there'd be times where I fucking like snatch a couple. Uh-huh. And then uh, oh, I remember one time he started like notice. searching my bags, and I remember he's like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, "Oh damn!" He's looking is for this... drugs. How'd that get in there? I was I holding thought... it for a friend. Isn't this your bag, Dad? I thought this was your bag. <laughs> he, he, he's like, he's like, uh, what's his face? His character from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. This is not my locker. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta, yeah. What you got to do this is, is like, slip. You got to put a different slip cover on that fucker. Yeah, yeah. There you oh, go. That's my Home Alone. That's Home Alone. Never ending story. That's, yeah, yeah, that's never ending story. That's Labyrinth. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. that's Cobra from 1985. I don't <laughs> Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, the image of your dad like hunting through your bag. Like, I know this must take him. <laughs> yeah, I know. For sure. <laughs> I don't want to accuse him. Where's my goddamn iPad porn? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, the, you know, uh, for anybody that's young who was born after the internet started, guys, this is how we got porn back in the day. It so is. You found it or you stole it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you were too young to rent it. Well, you found a bag of it in the woods along a trail. Yes. Like, literally, like, I'm serious. I, like, no, were, these are, you're absolutely walking, correct. We would find a, a trash bag of, like, porn mags. Yeah. And, like, the next it, thing you know, whatever we were doing, put that shit on hold. We're going to sit on the like log. Is it like the Terrifier trash bag? Magazine. Is it like the Terrifier trash bag? Now you out of the air. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that shit is hilarious. Nice tangent. <laughs> I can relate. So, yeah, eye patches. <laughs> yeah. So <there laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, and that was Jerry, our cover of coverage of machete. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. Luce gets shot down, comes yes, back, yes, and yes. then that's. Uh, I feel like we haven't even I really did, like talked a whole lot about uh, Robert De Niro and uh, and Booth's character because um, there's what there's a there's another scene where he's given the speech right afterwards. I think there's three speeches right. There's one he does in the beginning when he doesn't really have the followers, and then there's the one that he gives after he's shot. He and shows then he the bullet climb. And then there's the final one where he like he goes out there right after the right after getting out of the hospital. And now the evidence is all out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's that lady who's kind of like catches him off guard and is like, oh, hey, we, do you remember this? And it's that video of him fucking shooting down the the uh, the pregnant lady. Yeah. Or, or whoever he kills at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, fuck, I think I'm having a heart attack. And then him and Booth sn- like sneak out the back door. And, and that's where we get the limo scene. Yeah, I also love how he's doing like the the accent that 
De Niro's putting on. Like, I don't know if you've seen the remake of Cape Fear, but like he's kind of doing his like Max Katie accent, where it's like, I just, you know, I, you know, this is the bullet of the immigrants that shot me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I he, think he drops a little bit later because he even says he's like, I fucking hate Texas. Like, I'm not right. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's just doing it to. And honestly, that's a actually good old Southern boy. Yeah, he's a politician. Of these assholes that like go to like different states because like I can be better elected there. And so all of a sudden exactly. that a resident there, it's like, get the fuck out of here. Come on. Yeah. Uh, before that, too, we get the, the gunman come for Cheech uh, led by Osiris. Yeah. And it's like his men. And there's some really good gore in that scene. The Padre oh, yeah. is like blows away like several guys i oh yeah I, I actually messed up in my notes i have in my notes it says padre blows several guys typo right there yeah i love the bullshit of like where he's like has two shotguns yeah. in his hands and he's just like he oh some, yeah you know it's like yeah which would blow your arms off like out of the yeah. socket I like yeah, how he, but... yeah, he, there's that scene where he like dips for cover and they're shooting out at him everybody shoots from the hip in the scene too like Oh yeah, it, it's like, all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, and then like he he's behind the column, and it's you know he's holding both shotguns straight straight up in the air, which is cool. And instead of like coming around the corner, yeah, he like crisscrosses him behind his neck. Oh, yeah. dude, that blows blow both those dudes' heads off. And yeah, the gore is fucking dope in this. Scene. Oh, it's awesome. But yeah, and then he gets fucking shot in the leg by Cervini, Osiris. Yeah, I, I just would have loved that there was a scene where like he swept Osiris, and Osiris fell on the ground, right? And then like. He thought he was down and out. And then you see Osiris's fingertips slowly push his body up. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we come into play like that. Oh, the finger push-ups, you know, full circle. Yeah. Now we see what they're used for in, in daily life. But yeah, um, and then they they crucify him, which is pretty cool. And we get uh, Sartana's uh, fucking cheesy. And like, I wrote, oh I'm God. sorry, but like, I'm just... I've just never been a big fan of Jessica Alba's acting. And I just, it just doesn't do it for me. And I know like maybe it's meant to be cheesy, yeah. but... I don't know. I I know what you guys are saying. Yeah, she's not the best actress, but goddamn, she still looks super hot. So well, she does, and I don't think she's like the worst actress either. But she's definitely no, one of those that, like I'm watch. surprised that she did as well as she did. You know what I mean? Like she just she came in in the movies in the, the perfect time, and the, the movies that she did just worked. She got a following, and like people love to see her. And... That late '90s, 2000s era. There, there's nothing she's in where I'm just like, man, she, have you seen this one movie with Jessica Alba? She just steals though. Like I don't, I can't tell you. No, anything. I, like, I would agree about that. that. The Surfer movie that she was in, the the blue. What about Sin blue. City? So I don't like her in Sin City. I think she's cool, right? But if you've read Sin City, you know that Nancy's fucking naked almost all the time. Yeah, and the yeah. fact that like she has a non nudity co- uh, cause, you know, yep. in her, which is fine. Like you can have that, but I think as far as the character goes, like. I don't know. I mean, maybe I just sound like a chauvinist, but I like. No, I get it. Yeah. Shitty, and I'm like, I'm reading the books. I'm like, dude, she's a topless dancer, especially like, when she... the rest of the movie is just so true. I, I know what you're saying. When, yeah, when it's like a so carbon copy go... of what the book exactly. was. And we had to branch off a little bit because you have this one thing. Like, yeah. don't take the role then. You know what I, I mean? But yeah. I thought she was. You know what? She's actually not bad in Sin City. Nah, but there's not much there to flex either as far as. No, no, for sure. And she is a key character in the books, though. Like, there's oh, for sure. Her character comes into play a lot. Um, yep. And they oh, then that bar that she's in also is like there's several scenes in several books where that bar is a scene, a set piece for. So. Oh yeah. I to be honest, I think this is the perfect type of movie for Jessica Alba because you don't really have to be a great actor. Yeah. Well, it kind of gets disguised in the fact that it's, exactly. Uh, you know, 
you don't know. You're like, oh, well, is she is, is that her just acting or is that, you know? Yeah, because I think like there's definitely cheese in this film, but I think oh, there's for sure some people deliver the cheese better. Like Booth, yes. the actor who plays Booth does a great job with Smokes, some of the yeah. stuff he does. Uh, Seagal, I don't know, it works for his character, even though his accent, it's all shitty. But I feel like they were like, well, this just works for his character. Right. Like, yeah. Whether he nailed it or not, we're keeping it because it just it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we, we like it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. like I think Rodriguez too, like her stuff's a little cheesy, like over the top a little bit sometimes as far as it's like brooding, but yeah. like it works for her character, and I think she's a better actress. Well, and I don't think there's at any point anything that that Rodriguez delivers that ever feels as hard to watch as that as Jessica Alba's. That was just, it, it was like, this is really brutal. <laughs> it it, it like reminded close. me of like in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like the, uh, what the, the speech that he gives, like, you need to do better, Senator. It's kind of like, it's that stupid yeah, shit. Like, where it's like, come on, like, can we, can yeah. we do a little bit better than this crap? Like, it's just so like yeah. cheesy and like, cringeworthy. It's like, ah, come on. And I'll say it again. We didn't cross the border. The border yeah. crosses us. Exactly. <laughs> and the fact and the fact of the matter is you're just never going to have a fucking immigration uh, <laughs> officer pop up that is known and be like, come on, Mexican guys, let's roll. And they're going to be like, yeah, we trust you. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Well, she's, hey, she's you know what? Also Fuck Latina. Yeah. So like, yeah, she is one of them, you know, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I it's like, uh, but like I said, it, it, it worked to me. It works for this film. It's just because everything is just wacky over the top like ridiculous yeah. so of course yeah. like, like you gotta have your famous like you know cheesy speech that like rallies the troops to to fight the bad guy yeah. that's what this film does it, it we get a similar effect later on in the scene and, and at the end where machete just stands on top of a car and lifts his machete in the air yeah, he doesn't yeah. have to say a fucking word yep. like that's enough you know what i mean and then everybody just kind of follows suit and starts yep. lifting yep. shit so yeah, I feel like we have completely failed to mention too that the fucking Spy Kids kid is. Uh... Oh, he is. That's right. Yeah, that's where I recognize him from. And, and, and I'll be honest, when he first came on screen, I'm like, look at this white motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Appropriating like Mexican what, culture, what, and then what, but they call him out on it too because he does say, yeah. he's like, you know, I may be adopted." Essay. Trejo's like, "Yeah, you think?" What character did he play? He played one of the vatos. Yeah, the, the two really? Yeah, which she, yeah. Was she uh, a white looking dude? He's the one that's always with the artist, the dude that's always drawing. Yeah, shit yeah. Down. Who draws? Who draws Machete? Oh, looking shit. like over. That was him. That's the yeah. kid from. Uh, Spike that's right. It is. Oh it is man, that I did not. I didn't. I. It just completely like so because I, I know there was a character that was supposed to be played, but they were they were gonna have Jonah Hill play him, but that's then probably that character. Yeah, I think that's the guy because thank God they didn't. It's better yeah. off. Of that. Yeah. Word. Yeah. I knew I recognized. Wait, 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 was this character's name Julio? Probably. Uh, let me. Check. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was. So Jonah Hill was initially ca- originally cast as Julio, but was replaced by Daryl Sabara, who had worked with Rodriguez, Marin, and Trejo on the set of Spy Kids. Yeah, that's the guy. Daryl. Yeah, so is, is he Latino at all? Like, I don't. He doesn't. He I doesn't look he, it right off the bat. Like he definitely looks out of like, place. So with a name like Sabara, I would. I would yeah, think because um, yeah. Dog, I've got a wild story to tell you about that. You guys are not going to fucking believe this. This is insane. So when me and my wife first got together, I would go to these like parties with her all the time. These like picnics. Right. Um, And, you know, a lot of Hispanic culture. That's pretty much all who she hung out with. That was, you know, like 
everybody spoke Spanish. Uh, I don't speak Spanish. So it was like, I, you know, you, you kind of have to find somebody to talk to at these parties. Mm -hmm. And I shit you not. I'm sitting down in this. We're in this. Uh, it's like a community fucking yard playhouse thing. Right. And I see these like just the whitest people you've ever seen. And you like like just pasty, pasty, white, red hair like bright ass red hair like they're red from spain dude they're walking up and i was like oh my goodness thank god i said hey there hi how's it going good to see you guys <laughs> and they fucking looked at me like i was from mars they were just like oh no sorry no english i was like oh fuck me no <laughs> you guys don't think you're out of line you were like oh save me <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh thank god finally how what do you, you need doing? gringo Oh, man. Oh, dude. And then I remember talking to my wife. I was like, Doc, did you know? Did you know? people?" Are... She's like, yeah, they're Mexican, you fucking idiot. Well, there you <laughs> go. You don't, don't judge a book by its cover, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they look they look exactly like that kid, like that, that kid, Daryl. I can I can get that in that situation, too, because you do want to be like friendly. But if, if, if everybody's speaking another language, like you kind of don't know. It's tough, you're... right? Yeah. That, that yeah. After, it, it, it's tough even when people are speaking a language, you know, when you're in a. Like, hey, come to my cousin's house and you don't know anybody there. At yeah, yeah, yeah. But you want to be social and you sort of stand around trying to dip around to a conversation that like is something you could talk about. And you're sort right. of like feel awkward. So I could see I, that. I, I hate <laughs> that shit. I'm I am the worst. I bet I, it was still a good time, though. Oh, dude, for sure. Yeah, it's all, well, and I've met a lot of great people together. and I've gotten to the points where I can understand conversations. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we've been married for eight years together for 10. I've been around it this entire time so usually i can understand what people like the gist of a conversation they're like oh they're talking about this and that and pick up some details but i definitely am not i get it man i i like i date a lot of latin women uh, not mm -hmm. like a lot like all the time but like when i do date i tend to go outside of my race and i like i'm into latin women that's me like, that's me when you gotta the... meet the family or something like that that situation i'm always fish out of water sort of yep situation so that's me with korean you know, it's yeah. like I don't I can't uh, conversate in Korean, but I understand enough. To, like I can mm -hmm. get by, and you know, oh, yeah. you know, a good amount about the culture, too. So, you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, uh, that guy that uh, that actor, too, I apparently he's married to Megan Trainer. Jesus. Oh, no, he's sure. Well for himself. Yeah. She must have really liked Spy Kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he's hung like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking, we get those low rider scene. Where they all have rocket launchers Dude, and, yeah. and they roll out because they like, what do you need, Machete? We, we want to help. You know what I mean? The yeah. cause. And here's the network, like the, the beam goes out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like, yeah, I love that. Every Mexican throughout the land is picking up their cell phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they all know each other. Oh, no, no, it's the network. Yeah, the network. Out of, oh, out of their prison wallets, of course. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> they all like link up and come together. And then they like, he's like, well, what do you need? You need guns and whatever. So they hook up all their rides basically to yeah. assault this compound. Um, I love the mini gun flying through the rocket launchers coming flying, like the missiles flying off the the tubes from the like the hood of the lowrider. Yeah. Oh my flying gosh! The so gate crazy. And, and there's just like chaos ensues where everybody's just shooting at each other from like watchtowers and. Dude, dude, there's a scene where a lowrider just is, is like bouncing the entire yeah. time. And then I like, yeah, a guard gets under it and like it fucking bounces like 20 feet in the air and then lands on him. And he's like, yeah, like we yeah. got to awesome. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I love the uh, the machine gun that Machete like attaches to his motorcycle. Oh, right yeah. That shit just slides right in there. That shit was yeah, right out of the trailer. Right. And we get yeah. like it's only it's there just to service that scene to be like, hey, we gave it to you. Yeah, there's like a group of guys. They look up in the air. He blows up. 
fire behind him, shoots them all with the thing, lands on the bike and then gets off the fucking bike. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was yeah. like just the he could have used that machine gun just to mow them down while standing. Yeah. But no, he, he put it on the motorcycle. Of course. And he, the look at him driving on a motorcycle, though, with this huge Gatling gun sticking off the front of it is pretty it's bad. It's a bad ass. Like I take a T-shirt with that or a sticker or something. And then oh, the yeah. nurses show up with the, the doctor. Hell yeah, Dr. Felix. Yeah, and they bring uh, uh, Luz with them, and she's got the eye patch, and she's fucking, she's uh, they're clad. She got like a leather bra on and like leather pants. And Hell yeah. Just, looks fucking awesome. She oh, reminds she me of something out of Desperado, the way she fights, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and she's it's like the, pretty she's, thick. She's the Mexican, uh, you know, with the, the, the Latina snake bliskin. Yeah, and we got, um, oh. so the twins are like right out of Planet Terror, too, and they're just, I just like those girls. Yeah, <laughs> they're, 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 they're awesome. Like, I like those. I like those. They're too. like really cool and they're attractive and just like the, I don't know, like anytime they're in a movie of his, like I'm just like, oh, there's, they, he got them in there. Yeah. Like, they, right. they play off each other really well. They do. Yeah. They bicker and like their, their role in Planet Terror was hilarious. Um, yeah. And there's, I saw there's a short that he put together um, that I've never seen before. It's called Two Scoops, and it, sc- it stars them. And they look like sh- they look like uh, Rodriguez's character almost. They're like all dressed in black, and they got these badass guns and like knives on their hips and shit. I don't know if huh. that was like a premise for a movie or a short. I gotta check it out and see if it was actually. Put I was together. a little concerned that that's a parody off of uh, Two Girls One Cup, and I was like, I was gonna be. A I mean, if it's those two going girls, down that then, route, then I'll get a, I'll get a cover that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't want to get myself canceled here. Uh, yeah, and then we get Machete on the motorcycle. Obviously, real great, awesome. And uh, April gets her revenge on McLaughlin, or at least we think she does. That's sure. right, because that's right. They wake up, and she says, "Call Daddy." She calls him. She's like, "Oh my God, he's dead!" And then she decides to become a nun. She sees it yeah, as right a away. sign from above. Mm-hmm. She goes, "Oh that's my gosh, I see and this." She, had she only stuck with the OnlyFans, she'd be like a billionaire by now. I know it. Yeah, but that scene is hilarious when she comes out. And uh, and she has the what she does. She pick it up. I think she picks up the gun right off the ground and all those other guys. And she just shoots all the fucking she just like unloads that clip into the crowd and like only hits everybody's weapons. So (laughs) everybody is fine. But she just shot down everybody's weapons and she's like promoting peace. And then she turns around and blasts Booth in the chest like four times. It's fucking crazy. It's so stupid, but I love well, it. Because he, he thinks she's like there to save her, save him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh sister. Thank God, sister. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then she starts sounding like she's saying a prayer because she's like, this one's for my father. And um, oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, and you and killed my father. Him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And we just get like that badass ending of just like chaos and everybody's getting killed and. Yeah, chaos ensues. Machete, Machete rallies the troops. Yeah, Machete and the group like win the day. Uh, McLaughlin, uh, he escapes uh, from from. Well, the only way he survives is to dress like a day laborer. Oh, uh, that's right, because they're gonna that's execute. How they, they save him, and they're like, "Hey, listen, you got two choices. Like, either you could die, or you can help us fight." The good old boys, you know. Um, yeah, and what is she? Oh God, what's that line? They deliver something, or you better become Mexican real fast. Or mm-hmm. it was like something like that, right? Where it's like, a, yeah, which um, he does. He ends, up, he ends up getting killed anyways because he's like running around like the 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 border, he's by the border, yeah. And like, which his, I was confused. What was he doing? Out? Is he? He's just trying to get back to civilization. I like, guess. The, yeah. He's, he's like, that, he's trying to around like he's, like a drunk, he's drunk or something. Yeah. 
because they were still in the United States anyway. So why would he be along the border? Right. I don't know. Unless it was like a shortcut. You know, it's fitting, obviously, that he gets killed that way. Like, right. Fine. Exactly. It, yeah. You notice who killed him, right? It was a yeah, dude yeah, who, throw up all the time, yeah, who didn't yeah. throw up this time. Yeah. He got away finally. So maybe he only throws up when innocents get killed. Hey, there you go. And I see he's got a, like a moral compass, like right. So like symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> so when he kills, when he kills, what's his name? Uh, it makes sense to him, even though they don't know that that's him. They they think it's a Mexican. Right. Right. But yeah. And then um, I love the scene where the very end we see Machete's on the motorcycle still, and he gets pulled over by police, which is Jessica Alba. So did yep, she get demoted? Yep. Like. From immigration, she now she's just a regular cop or whatever. I don't she, know. No, I, I she's not what, dressed like a normal cop anyway. She's wearing yeah. like leather. Boots, I think it like was that she heels. like was near like a, a cop car and like kind of just took that and like she was trying to go out. Just happened to have the kinky fetish cop fucking yeah. outfit yeah. from Fredericks of Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, four one totally... after Fredericks of Hollywood. That was the spot. Yeah. I, used to tug was. I used to tug it to that. Oh, dude. we're gonna get on the. If we're gonna, I mean, you already you already divulged your little porno secret. So I, yeah, you know, like, like people always talk about Victoria's Secret catalog. Well, I'll tell you what. One day I I got a Fredericks of Hollywood. It's a good uh, one. It was from like my neighbor. It like came to the wrong house. I don't remember how I got my hands on it, but I was just like, this is a thing. I didn't even know. <laughs> Hell yeah! I opened that thing up, and that thing changed the young Hydraberg's mind. On, on yeah, that, <laughs> that transformed your life, buddy. Oh yeah, Victoria's Secret was cool and all, but. This was totally like another level. Different. They are. They do sell crotches. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why oh, would yeah. someone wear a bra when the entire nipple is cut out? That doesn't That's make right. sense. Yeah. But it works. Hell yeah, oh, it does. Hollywood. Oh, and then she's like, what does she say? Um. Oh, I, she got him the ID, right? She got yep. him. She's yeah. like, I got you your papers. papers. And then you could be a real person. And he says, why would I want to be a real person? And I'm already yeah. a Which I do think is some cool dialogue. Bad. Yeah, and then she jumps on his motorcycle backwards. Yeah, and they ride off. They're gonna ride off into the sunset. That's so when I we started get the, the second the movie, and she is in the beginning of it. So I was like, "Oh, that's cool that they kept that thread going." Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, yeah, this movie is fucking great. I, I it was it deli- I, to me, it delivered on everything that it was trying to deliver on. And this is a this is a great choice, John. I really like this a lot. Cool. I'm I'm glad. I'm pumped. Pumped. That makes me uh, that makes me happy. I like I said, this is. Uh, this is early on. I would say when I really started to kind of like uh, this is going to sound weird, but when I really started to like get into films and be like, oh, I like like I kind of like to nerd out about this. It it was right around this time span, not necessarily this movie. Right. But like that's when I like stuff that was coming out and I was like really getting into it, like learning directors and being like, oh, I'm you know focusing on trying to attain that kind of information, log this stuff down. And so uh, for me, it just kind of has a special place in my heart because it's like it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, that was cool. That was that was a cool experience. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, I've always been watching films growing up, but it's only been like when I was talking about like last episode. Yeah, I've only been doing movie reviews for about four or five years now. You know, it's like I, now I'm, I'm looking at film in a different way than I ever have. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just like I love now I'm starting to see the, those connections, the the inspiration that these guys take off of, yeah, and how you can make that connected tissue from like one film to another. Um, yeah. And yeah, th- this is like to me, this film delivered on exactly what it was trying to do. It's it's you're not meant to take it seriously, but it, it is a serious film. It they they did a great job on delivering what was intended. Yeah, so, and John, I'm I'm with you too. On like around this time frame is where I too also started like. 
I don't know where I found it. Like, you know what? I'm going to watch the commentary on this film or these features on this DVD because I do kind of want to know how the sausage is made sometimes. And especially when there's certain directors, you're just like, man, these guys are like fascinating me, especially someone like a Rodriguez or like a Tarantino is like, these motherfuckers don't even go. They didn't go to school. You know what I mean? Like some of these guys loved film and picked up a camera and just started doing it DIY, which is like a thing now. You know what I mean? Back in the day, you should think like, Oh, you got to go to school. This is the path that you take to become this. Like, and like, right. no, you don't have to do that all the time. Like, you can make it work with your know how and just learning as you go. And yeah, uh, Nolan, Nolan was the guy that did that for me with Memento. That was yeah. the film that really got me. Like, you can make a film like this. I yeah. didn't even know this was possible. And then, like, a film like this or a film like Grindhouse also let me know that, like, I'm not I, at the time, I wasn't into exploitation films and older films. I, I mm-hmm. didn't, I never like, you know, held my nose up at older films like, oh, well, this was made after I was born. I'm not into it. But I am yeah. an 80 guy. Like, I love the 80s stuff. I love 90s, like 80s action and stuff like that. But I'm always open to finding new films that are older, too. Yeah. I know I have a gap of films that like and that's what's cool about this podcast we're doing is like, that's what it's going to do. It's going to going to fill in those little gaps in our film uh, knowledge. Certain things, it'll take us out of our comfort zone, too. And we'll yeah. introduce each other to new stuff. And like, that's what I liked about Grindhouse, too, is like, oh, I know that this is a new film, but it's showing me that like there's there's a lot of films out there that I'm not aware of that are fun. They're gritty um, and they've influenced so many filmmakers. It's cool to go back and see some of those films and then realize, oh, wait, there's a film that I've already seen. Now I know why that scene played that way, because the director was into these sort of films. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, right. And so you start to put the pieces together where you're like, oh, shit, like. I've been watching stuff that's influenced by these sort of films for a long time. I just didn't realize it. I think filmmakers like Rodriguez are really good at kind of doing that difference. So, yeah, John, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. You guys ready to review this thing? Yeah, let's let's yeah. Uh, let's do our ratings and we'll uh, we'll finish up. John, you want to go first? Yeah. So obviously, this is uh, this is my pick. I'm clearly uh, a fan of it, so I don't think it's gonna come as a surprise to anybody. For me, this is a buy it. Okay. okay. It's like, you know, is there like, it, what, yeah, we kind of talked a little bit about, about it, but like, is there anything that like really, what, what makes it a buy it for you? Is so it, f- have any pros or cons, like anything? That- yeah. Yeah. So for, for, for me, it's like, it's just so good. It, it knows exactly what it's doing, right. It knows what it's trying to do and it just hit the nail on the head. Right. It, it's so good that I really love the, the action shots uh danny trejo is just a beast uh i think he i think he does a fantastic job and i think it has a lot of rewatch value uh just because there's uh you know i've probably seen this movie you know six or seven times at this point and there was still stuff that i picked up with this last watch that i you know just was like oh man that's that's interesting i didn't think of it that way before or or even like talking about it with you guys it's just it's it's a movie that just leaves me feeling good. Um, uh, don't have a whole lot of negative things to say about the. To be honest, yeah. With. yeah hence why it's a buy. Yeah, gotcha. Hey, Rick. How about you, buddy? Oh yeah, I'll go. Um, yeah. So a couple pros. I mean, uh, some of the biggest pros are like the ensemble cast. Like we, Trejo, he's on fire. Yeah. De Niro, Rodriguez, uh, just as a filmmaker, um, and also Michelle Rodriguez, um, Alba. You know, I, I said I had some issues with her, but uh, Don Johnson, Cheech Moran, um, and of course, the oh so talented Steven Seagal. And <laughs> I forgot a couple, but like overall, like everybody like puts in the work and it's just a fun film. And they all uh, they all come together and they just gel pretty well. And 
create this fun 70s, uh, 60s-ish sort of vibe that I, I dig. Um, I, and like you said, it just it 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 does what it sets out to do. Um, yeah. The uh, the homages that it you know the films that it's trying to homage it it, it nails that and it it's, but it's also its own thing too. It's machete. Um, so I love that uh, Trejo. Just for me, he shines as machete here. I I I kind of wish we got a little bit more of him. Honestly, like I would have yeah. loved like. He's not a big talker in this film, which is no. fine. That's that's his character. But like, I don't know. I, I, I would have just dug a little bit more of him somewhere. I don't know where to put it, but I just I just like him. Machete um, yeah. Machete <laughs> uh, the women are total smoke shows in this movie. And I oh, dig yeah. that it leans into that. I, I, I like that. Um, I like how badass yet vulnerable they can be in this. Yep. Like and I know it's cheesy on purpose, like they're badass. But whenever they're around Machete, that's when their vulnerable side comes out. But yeah, still dig it. Um, and Michelle Rodriguez, I think, is just such a fucking babe in this movie. Like, Dude, just, yeah. When she comes out with that machine gun and the fucking eye patch and the leather yeah. outfit, I'm just like, yes. She's got that shotgun that she rotates off her Yeah, head. from the, yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck yes. I'm getting Desperado yeah. vibes. I'm getting vibes. Yeah. And my cell phone's going off in my pants. Like, I'm just, all types of things are happening. It's a it's a sexy <laughs> cosplay of Snake Plissken. That's what that's what it is. I mean, if you have it, it seems like you have a kink for Snake Plissken, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you mentioned it several times now, so I'm just I'm curious. I'm, next episode, I'm gonna have an eye patch on. Yeah, Snake. there you go. You're gonna really trigger Rob. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my camera off on my Zoom. Actually, it's uh, yeah, having yeah. issues with my camera. I'll still be here though on the show. Just talk slowly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, the tongue-in-cheek exploitation cheese aesthetic of it all is super fun. It nails that. It knows what it wants to do. It's unapologetic. If you don't like it, get out. Like it's fine. Like it's not for you. But for us that like that, or like I don't know, it's just cool. Um, yeah. I dig it. I do have a couple cons, but they're like nitpicks. Like some of the writing and scenes play a little cheesy and I know that's the point, but some of them feel tacked on a little bit or play a little too long once in a while. Uh, The consistency of the humor peaks and dips a little bit for me and it doesn't all land um, in some ways. And I don't know what I I can be honest. I don't know what part of that is writing on purpose and what part of it is just sort of just doesn't land as much because they're going for that. This movie does feel a little rushed too. I remember when it came out, it felt a little bit like it's thrown together. It's, you know, it's based off a fake trailer. Yeah. And they threw it together, they got it out, and it, but it's cool. You know, it still works for the majority. Like almost 90% of the film is great. Um, and like I said before, this may be a hot take, but Alva's character just honestly, it's like she's like a little annoying and just doesn't really add anything to the plot for me. For yeah. me, at least. Like you could have took her character out of that and Rodriguez's character could have still had all the same qualities. Like you could have had that same dynamic with her and uh, Trejo. I don't, I, the third character just didn't really, I don't know. The ice agent just doesn't really add much to the plot. You know, sure. it's like being an ice agent never really came into clutch or anything. Like I'm going to pull in a favor. I don't know. It's like none of it really worked for me with her character. And it's nothing against her. It's just sort of just, I don't know. She felt like added on, like she's a friend of the director's sort of kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, And then like, <laughs> When you put her speech in there, too, it's just like, OK, yeah, <laughs> maybe Rodriguez should have given that speech instead, like because she's yeah. the leader of the people like yeah, not... she's she. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the length is a little long, like I said, I mean, but I'm also asking for more Trejo, so I don't know. But an hour and 45 minutes seems just like a little long for a film of this nature, like a crisp hour and a half, I think, could have been fine. Sure. Yep. Because that's the kind of film these are. These are quick sort of like digestible action films and. You know, they're one and done sort of deals. So, like, I just think it could have been a little bit shorter because the second one is about the same amount, too. Um, 
And last but not least, Seagal Spanish is fucking awful. I mean, it's just yeah, really, it's not it's really bad, cabron. Like, just fucking yeah. come on, like, bro. But I mean, maybe it's on purpose. I don't know. Like, it works too. So, like, it's it's yeah. a, it's, weird. A it's a weird thing. Too. Yeah, he's a fucking genius, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like anyway. But so for me, with that said, I'm gonna give Machete from 2010. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a rent slash buy. Buy it. Okay. Uh, for me, it's a great rental. And if you really enjoy it, then I can see you wanting to own this one. You know what I mean? Like, I think yep. it's, it's definitely worth renting. Check it out. If it resonates with you, I would buy it. Like, I think it's, you know, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. I think that's perfect. I'm a little in between with that. Like, I don't I, I wouldn't buy it as a gift for anybody and just say, hey, watch Machete, because I don't know if they'll like it. But right. I think if you watch this and it, and you dig it, like, then, yeah, you should own it. Yep. And yeah. Watch the Brian House if you haven't already. Because what? Yeah, word. PSA. I think the. Uh, the you up. Yeah, for me, the entirety of this, because watching Grindhouse, watching the fake trailers, watching Machete, I did Hobo with a Shotgun. I am going to watch Machete Kills. And uh, whenever, uh, what's it, uh, the Thanksgiving, uh, the uh, Eli Roth one comes out, I'm going to watch that too, because this pays tribute to an era that I, I do love. I grew up with Mystery Science Theater 3000 mm -hmm. with all these fucking shitty Grindhouse films that they talk about and they make fun of. And they're not really making fun of them. They're more of like, they're paying tribute to them. And yeah, they are poking fun at them, but they're also honoring them at this in the same mm -hmm. time because, you know, this is a, this is a type of cinema that, you know, there's not, not everyone likes it, but it still has influenced cinema in a lot of ways. Um, you know, case in points, I was talking about how like, you know, parts of the Clonus horror. Well, uh, if you've watched the Island, it ripped that movie off. And there was a whole lawsuit behind that. So these films do have uh, a certain influence on good, you know, what we would consider, you know, the great cinema or good cinema that, you know, happens in the theaters. So uh, and the whole idea behind, you know, Grindhouse and, and like these type of movies is, you know, Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino grew up on this stuff. And there was a lot of times where they would see these posters. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I want to watch this movie. Mm. But then like those movies didn't necessarily pay off and like they weren't really that good. So they wanted to take what they were uh, what they were hoping to experience and putting that on the screen is like they wanted their movies to pay off. To me, Machete does that. Mm -hmm. It is pur it's purposely doing the, you know, kind of the cheesy shit, like the continuity errors. The, the weird edits and cuts in the uh, in the film, you know, the grainy footage, uh, the characters with bad dialogue, uh, bad accents. Yeah, yeah. bad accents. <laughs> you know, like, like, what the fuck is the egg under the bed? Like, what? Like, <laughs> how hot is this person's house? But you don't. But in a movie like this, you don't care. It's it's all part of the experience you and you and yeah, you want more Danny Trejo. You want like there's uh to me, this le left me like, yeah, I want to see this character again. This is a fun movie, and it's not meant to be taken seriously. It's meant you're meant to, you know, watch this, and you're gonna have fun. That's the point. Yeah, and I had fun. I think this is a great movie, and I, I kind of initially was gonna say like I was gonna just rent it, but I, I'm more with John. I think I, I'm a buy it guy. I think this is it. It delivers on what it's trying to do. And if you are, if you're a fan of that stuff, definitely buy it. Um, you know, maybe even more than that. Um, but I, yeah, I would say that, yeah, this is a, this is a buy it for me. I, I Fuck think it, yeah. I, 
I believe it delivered on everything it was trying to do. Uh, and I, I'm convinced that everything was done on purpose. Like, it's not just like because the person's a bad actor. Because when you think of, you know, the, this ensemble cast, you know, you're probably the best actor among all the actors is Michelle Rodriguez. She has a much, you know, larger filmography than some of these other guys. Steven Seagal, like, you know, his his filmography is hit or miss. Jessica because Alves, she was in 11 Fast and Furious movies. That's why. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, which, <laughs> I'm kidding. There's <laughs> a franchise that I actually don't really like. But um, but like I think she's a good actress. It's not it, the films were not bad because of her. It was no. uh, you know she's in Lost. She's in and she's in like a bunch of other stuff. That I see it. She's been allowed to show you know her acting prowess. I think she's probably she should be top billed, but she's not. And you know Danny Trejo, he's been in a, like a bunch of eclectic different films. He's been in like what would be considered an instant classic in Heat. He does a great mm-hmm. movie. Great on movie. air. Con Air is great. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, but then he's also done stuff like, you know, Spy Kids. Like, there's not many. We haven't seen Spy Kids because that's not really something that we would. I, I'm not like, I got to watch Spy Kids. I'm not into that. You know, that's not something I've been craving to see. Um, you know, he's in this. He's in, uh, you know, the he's in Desperado. And is he in Once Upon a Time in Mexico, too? I don't know if he's I'm in not Mexico. sure. It's been a long time since I saw that one. I've seen that one the least. Yeah, yeah, but I know I, I know he's in Desperado, and that's a film that I actually do want to see. Um, yeah, that's a great film. Yeah, so <clears throat> that was my introduction to Selma Hayek, also. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's uh, to me. Yeah, this is this is a this is a buy it. This is a great film. Fuck it, yeah, dude! It, Love to hear it, Rob. That's awesome. That's uh, it's it's cool to hear you talk about you know Danny Trejo too. I I recently just uh, uh, listened to his book. Uh, picked it up from the library. It's called Trejo, and just it's uh, written by him, and then he reads it. He's on the audiobook. Uh, terrible reader, Danny Trejo can't it cannot read very well. Uh, he's reading the book himself. He's reading the book himself. Okay, normally they get somebody else to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's a little tough. It's a little tough, but you sure uh, it's not Seagal just doing his best uh, Danny Trejo impersonation? Yeah, maybe maybe the genius is behind it. it does could he say be, puñeta a lot? Or? He does throw it out quite quite often. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just wild to hear some of his stories, you know, from like being a welterweight, uh, fucking boxing champion in prison, you know, to like when he got out and some of his first jobs was uh, a door to door salesman, and he was saying he would just have so much trouble doing that because yeah, people I mean, immediately on, just shut that shit down. So what he started doing is he would take what he was selling, put it in the trunk of his car and he would roll up to like job sites and shit. And it was tools and he'd pop his trunk and be like, hey, guys, I got some of this shit on the low. Like, you know, I can get rid of it real. And people would be like, oh, you know, a little weary at first. But he's like, it was easier to sell people as tools as like a con man. Like they'd be like, well, how'd you get it? And he'd be like, well, how do you think I got it? Come on, blah, 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 blah. And so he said the he first thing he, he was out there just moving mad units. And the guy was like, what the fuck? How did you do this? He's like, I just fucking sold it like they were stolen. And That's people, awesome. And people bought it. Fuck he's, yeah. he's, did, he, did he throw the tire iron like in sorority row? Like just <laughs> yeah. I don't and Nobody gets that. I get that joke, but nobody. <laughs> he's just a real interesting guy. And uh, I'm, I'm super pumped to hear that, that both of you guys like. That's great. He's also uh, a stand up dude. Uh, I have a news story here that happened not too long ago. Uh, one of Hollywood's best known villains, Danny Trejo, came to the rescue of a baby that was trapped in an overturned vehicle in Los Angeles. 
Jeez. He arrived at a scene of an overturned car and uh, the, there was a baby strapped into the car seat still inside of it. And him and like one other passerby, like they crawled in through the broken window and they couldn't get the seatbelt unhooked. And then they were able to like get the this, uh, the baby free. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And like, dude, he didn't have to stop and do that. Like he took it. He took the time out of his day to help somebody out. And that's huge. I remember hearing that on the radio or something somewhere couple of years back and i was just like always remember that I'm like fuck yeah danny trejo yeah. is there awesome. you know record because like you said he's he's tatted up he's he's done time but like yeah. at the end of the day like when he when he was given like a chance to do something good or like make something of himself he fucking took that yeah great redemption and, story yeah i love it love to hear it and yeah he he's such a good person and like he's a, like i said he's a sweetheart and at, at his soul like you know he's not He's done bad things, but that doesn't mean that he's a bad person. No, yeah. he's that's just life, that. man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it sounds like we're all pretty fucking favorable of uh, Machete. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking awesome. I, I love this. As soon as I, I, I turned it on, like for like five minutes, in, I was like, fuck, yeah, this is right up my alley. It was a great choice. Awesome. Yeah. What do we have next week? Yeah. Ooh, next week, we're going into my old man picks. We're uh, we're gonna be doing uh, diving into the world of Kurosawa, Akira Kurosawa. We're gonna do Yojimbo from 1962. Uh, I'm a huge, just like Karen Tarantino and Rodriguez. I'm a huge samurai flick fan, uh, and this is uh, Yojimbo is one of the to me. It, it's my favorite Kurosawa film. Uh, it's I just. I, I love the characters, the the soundtrack. The All right, we'll save some of your review for next week. Camera yeah. shot, everything is. It's yeah, just, I want the it, I want the I want the listeners to think maybe you hate it. No, you, no, you I, just I watch don't. some trash. You know, no, yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't hate this film. This is uh, I'm I'm actually really happy to introduce you guys to the world of Kurosawa because you guys have said you you haven't seen this one. Go, cool. yeah, no, I definitely haven't. Or any Kurosawa film for that nope. matter. So this is going to be exciting for me. So we're gonna. We're going to talk yeah. about it. We're gonna oh, have, this is probably like uh, we've done Cobra and Machete. This is in a whole different realm from those two films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's cool. Like, that's what we're doing here. So, yeah, yeah exactly. So I'm really excited. I, I'm really excited to talk to you guys about the film. Awesome. Okay. I'm excited to watch it and then uh, tell you how, why, why I hate it. No, I'm just yeah, I, you know, honestly, like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. No. No, I think I, I to be honest, I think you guys will I think you guys will enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe maybe you won't. And if you don't like it, that's that's gonna be awesome. I'd I'd love to hear why you hate it. <laughs> Either way, it's gonna be a great discussion. Oh yeah. Well, that being said, Bird, where can we find you on the uh social medias, man? Oh, so when when we're not doing Cinemigos, I have a podcast called A Cut Above Horror Review. Uh, where we rate and review horror movies each week. Um, I have a co-host, Jacqueline, and a co-host, John. And the three of us um, have over 100 episodes. If you want to go listen, if that's your thing. Uh, You can find us at A Cut Above on a horror review on all the podcatchers and uh, on Instagram at A Cut Above uh, underscore review. uh, Horror review, sorry. Um, And, uh, you know, you can find us on Twitter at uh, Cut Above Horror. Also, real quick, Rob, I just want to... you and I, we did something together about a month ago that just dropped on your podcast. Uh, what that is it? correct. 55 of Circle of Jerks. We were that is I was correct. For aliens. We covered uh, a small indie film called Aliens. Yeah, no one's ever heard of this. Thing, yeah, nobody's dude. ever heard of that. Uh, uh, Up and coming uh, 
director <laughs> and uh, James Cameron. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, James no, Cameron and, yeah, and an unknown actress named Sigourney Weaver. So yeah, check that out. Episode fifty-five. Yeah, yeah we're we're uh, it was uh you know the second episode of our uh, aliens uh, retrospective. You know, so eventually we're going to be getting into uh, Aliens Three and uh, Alien Resurrection, and then we'll dive into the um, uh, Prometheus and. Hell yeah! Make sure you guys give that a follow. Rob, what about you, Big Pimpin? All right. Well, if you guys uh, want to follow me, uh, I'm on a. Uh, I'm also on another podcast called uh, Circle of Jerks. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, uh, Circle of Jerks podcast. Uh, if you want to reach us, uh, the podcast on uh, we're on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Instagram is Circle of Jerks Podcast. Uh, our po- our Twitter account is at Podcast Coj. Uh, if you want to reach me personally, I'm at Robo Rice. And- uh, he's at six three one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, and I'm always talking movies, talking games, talking all sorts of stuff. Speaking of games. John, what can yeah. I find you? Well, ha- glad you asked, Bert. Uh, I stream retro video games on twitch.tv slash kinetic underscore onslaught, O-N-S-L-O-T. Uh, I just really, really love old NES games. Uh, come hang out. We, You're a sadist. Uh, yep, Sega on Sundays. Sundays, a little, a little bit of Sega. Uh, it, these games are hard as shit, and I just enjoy mm. talking shit with people and playing games. Like I said, you know, we talk movies sometimes. For the most part, we're just what are you playing right now, buddy. Play some hard NES games. Yeah, exactly. What are you What are you playing right now? Right now, I just started Battle Kid Two: Mountain of Torment. Ooh, shit. that is uh, I'm coming off of. I did. Uh, we just wrapped up Arkista's Ring and the original Mega Man. So those are the Damn, last two bro. games. Oh, hell yeah. Mega Man. I remember. I remember playing Mega Man Two. Yeah, that Mega Man 2 is a good, that's a really good one. Yeah, that, that shit was hard. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, well, we should probably plug uh, our Cinemigo socials as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. If you want some more Cinemigos on Instagram, you can find us at, at Cinemigos uh, underscore podcast. And, and on Twitter. And on, and on Twitter, we're at, uh, at Trace Cinemigos, T-R-E-S Cinemigos. And remember, te dejo vivar. That's Spanish. For I let you live. Hey, your badges. Badges? We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges.